I drove the frontier. Oh, we're going to talk about it in this episode. Okay, but, oh, so we have new Nissan Frontier info. Yes. And we have a great guest that I can't remember which one we have. Uh, there's lots of guests because it's our meetup. People actually showed up and drank beer with oh, us. Oh, this is our meetup episode. Yeah. Why are we whispering? Uh, because uh, the Nissan stuff isn't supposed to be out till tomorrow if you're listening to this on drop day on Monday. Oh, so you're, what you're saying is... Embargo. Uh, we might be uh, sneaking one under the fence just to, uh, yeah, you know, sneaking one under the fence there. Embargo. Or just sneaking it right on by. Embargo. <laughs> right under the fence. Is that what's happening Right here? past the guards. Okay. Yeah. We crawled. Are we, we on uh, uh, we Did our bellies get all full of like dirt and mud because we like just barely made it? No. And we ripped our shirt on no, the- No, they don't like, even see us. Bar- oh, no. No, they weren't looking for us because we're friendlies. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. So I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, all right. Even if it's a early, we don't tell anybody. Got it. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, nothing to worry about. If you're listening okay. to this on Monday, you're going to be carrying around can, can you, unique knowledge of the 2022 Nissan Frontier. Can you tease it? Was it good? Are you happy? Does it does it drive as good as it looks? Well, yeah, we can get into that. Okay. But don't you have a story to so, tell? So, yeah, I, I need to get into this really quick here. So okay. this morning, my wife has a car. This afternoon, right. not so much. My my wife no longer has a car. Stolen from your driveway. Not not stolen. Oh. So you know how the we've all read about or heard on the news that the used car and truck market is just bonkers right now. Yep. And that was caused largely by the uh, lack of supply for new cars, right? So used cars are really in demand right now. Okay. So my my buddy, our, our, my friend uh, Sean, who you know. Yep, I he, paid him a dollar once for a truck you don't own. That's exactly right. So he bought his wife a new SUV. Okay. And it's the same one that my wife has. Uh-huh. And he paid over sticker. He admitted And I to know me. what that SUV is and is not worth anywhere near that price. So anyway, it's a hot one. And my wife goes, well, I'm going to see what they want to give me for it. I'm just curious because she has like another, I don't know, two years on her lease or something Jeez. ridiculous. Yeah, I know. So I figured there's no way you're way upside down. There's, it's never going to happen. But whatever float your boat, go to whatever. I was like CarMax or somewhere she went. Okay. And so as soon as she pulls up, there's this like a swarm of some people around the vehicle finding out if, if it's going to be for sale. And like literally as soon as she pulls up. She goes in, they call the they call the uh, the dealership where she bought it, they find out the payoff and the whole thing, and they go, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give you a check for nine grand. She's like, well, that, that, that won't pay it off. They're like, no, no, we're going to pay it off, and then we're going to give you a check for 9,800 bucks. Okay. I was like, she calls me, I go, no, dude, make sure that there's, math is wrong. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to give us free money for that, right? Well, it's not free money. It's, it's I know we paid into it. I, okay, I get it. Yeah. But like, usually you just return a lease and you go, give me another now one. What? I'm going to pay. It's like paying right, rent so on a vehicle. What, right? I'm cliffhanger. So, so she's got no freaking car. So now she's like, oh, I'm so excited. Well, she I sold use it? This. She did it. She's got a check for 9800 bucks. 9800 bucks is a lot of Uber. Well, she's going to need it because she doesn't have a vehicle. Now, she's like, oh, there's so many to choose from. What do I get? Well, she starts hunting around. Well, everything is more expensive. Yeah, gee, imagine that. So now it's That's like, like when somebody comes to, your, to you and says, hey, I want to buy your house over market. I got the couple who loves your house. You're like, but then where would I live? That's exactly the problem. So she has and a lot of money warned, and no I car. Her, I go, the cars that you want. Is she riding your electric scooter now? The what? No, but she should. Oh, that I got an awesome segue. Like, well, it's a nine bot. If you're if you're looking for a scooter, nine bot's the way to go. I hot rodded mine. Yeah, it I does know, almost I thirty. We, so that like now she's got it's no like vehicle. a razor that, that goes thirty. So then it will take your teeth out when you crash. But that's anyway. Yeah, we'll that's, definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right. So, so what are you gonna do for a car? I, I she's looking around for him. She's literally looking around. Why for don't you him give her the Mercedes? You buy a truck. Uh, so she's got a job where she she drives, she delivers stuff to people, to rich people. Truck is perfect. And she, uh, your truck is perfect. You're right. I don't know if she, 
She did enjoy she would driving good, my truck. She would look good in a 22 Nissan Frontier. It's true. It's true. I honestly don't know if she's looking at a, at a truck, but that would be it. That's a good fit. I mean, it's they're going to hit dealerships like uh, first week of September. Coming up quick. She could borrow one of my kids' cars. She could drive the Mercedes you know, for a while. And, um, and then get a new husband. Th- she needs a new husband because <laughs> she's way too hot for me. That's her damn sure. So I... Uh-huh. I don't. I'll have to talk to her. I don't. She's she's assuming she's going to just fill it with another SUV. I I don't know enough about the Frontier. All right. To make that judgment. Well, let's, let's get into the show. I will share uh, my knowledge with you. I'll share my experience with you. But first, we have to thank Nissan for uh, hanging out with us for jeez uh, uh, over three years. Yeah, and, and, and making our party possible because indirectly uh-huh. us being together. Got it. So, I mean, like, without them, we wouldn't have had our our meetup this last weekend and hung out with a bunch of people. And I'm saying, like, we might have not have a podcast today. Seriously, I'm being honest with you. Like, you know, we always have these like, like real moments on the show. This is a real moment. This is a real moment. Circle. I'm not joking. If Nissan had not sponsored the show, had not partnered with us years ago, it's butterfly effect. It we may not be on the air today. All right. Well, if you love the show, you heard it here first. Go buy a Nissan. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> NissanUSA.com. <laughs> Check out their uh, full line of uh, trucks and SUVs. By the way, the uh, Nissan Frontier coming out again uh, first week of September. You can check it out on the website right now, NissanUSA.com. Or if you're in the market for a full-size uh, half-ton, half-ton plus truck, Nissan Titan, Nissan Titan XD. Best warranty in the business. Five-year, 100,000 miles. Of course, the uh, best standard V8 horsepower. You got mm. Nissan Safety oh, wait, Shield 360. Stop, stop, stop right there. That endurance V8, dude. We've talked about it before. Just one of the most amazing engines in the, in any truck on the road. No, it's, a, it's a great sounding engine, especially backed up by the nine-speed automatic transmission and zero-gravity seats, Fender Audio. Do yourself a favor if you're in the market for a new truck. Head on down to your local Nissan dealer. Hey, Ullman, how is the uh, the odd four, that freaky thing looking in the uh, the one sitting in your driveway? How's that doing? Uh, let me uh, play this clip of my new Duralast starter, which I had to put in a couple weeks ago. Listen how uh, how fast this thing starts up. Wow. Right? Just, just sprang right to life. Came right to life. Come on, that's rad. It is rad. It's such a weird sound, that thing. Well, it's an odd fire, so you know yeah. the story behind it, right? I forgot. It's a V8 Please with tell two, it again. It's a V8 with two cylinders lopped off, but they didn't change the crank, so it fires like a V8. So <laughs> the cylinder firing order is odd, which is why they call it odd fire. It's all mm-hmm. weird. And uh, they didn't fix it until like the Sky Buick sold the tooling to Jeep. Kaiser built it, put them in a whole bunch of Jeep products. GM bought it back for them, punched it out to like 4.1 liters for like the Buick Skylark, and then put a spent the money actually got an even fire crank on it. Anyway, so <laughs> they just sound weird. And but that is thanks to uh, Duralast and my uh, my my reman starter. So it fires right up, it fires right up before you know the Bendix wouldn't even engage. You hear it chattering on the on the flywheel. So uh, check it out. Duralast starters and alternators are triple tested at the component, sub assembly, and finished unit levels to ensure OE or better amperage and torque output. Remanufactured by Tier One or OE manufacturers for OE or better performance levels versus rebuilt, which is just torn down, inspected, and clean. And all wear components, brushes, bearings are replaced with new, as well as new sub assemblies, rotors, stators, rectifiers, where the originals no longer met OE performance level. Or you can go with Duralast Gold, or you can go with Duralast Gold, which are 100% new. So I'm happy with my Duralast starter. Now, what you got yours at AutoZone, correct? I got mine at AutoZone. Okay. Or you can go to DuralastParts.com. All right, well, with my uh, starter in place, I'm getting one step closer to uh, taking that thing out to the desert where I plan on getting very lost. So you know what you need to prevent you from getting lost? Our friends at Onyx Maps. 
Yep, when I'm out in the backcountry, that's the uh, trail app that I use, Onyx Maps. You can download the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store, or you can go to onyxmaps.com where you can use it on your laptop. You can find open trails near you, track trips and add custom waypoints, share, download maps for offline use. You can even check out their interactive maps that have featured trails with photos and waypoints and things to see along the way. You can find campsites and non-ethanol fuel stations. You can check out their 3D and satellite maps. And, of course, you can use it across all of your devices. You can do a seven-day free trial right now without giving them your credit card. But when you see how awesome it is, you'll definitely want to sign up for a year $29.99. Or you can step up to Elite for $99.99, which gives you a bunch of extra features, such as who owns the lands around you. So you can find out if you're camping in uh, somebody's ranch where they're going to wake you up with a shotgun blast. You know what's going to be weird is you're going to put Onyx Maps on your little iPad Mini, and you're going to put the iPad Mini on the dashboard of your Odd Ford, and that iPad Mini is going to be worth more than your Odd Ford. That's not true at all. <laughs> no? No. No? The Odd Ford's worth way more than that right now. You think so? As it sits. How much is that worth? Hmm. In the current condition? Yeah. Running? Yeah. Eh, f- f- 5000 Is it really? Sure. <laughs> You're just making it up. You don't know. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Okay. It's a, it's, it was one of the first 10000 built. So? That's super low out of 300000 of them or so. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe. So there. And it's awesome. So there. It has a, <laughs> and the, it has a bikini top that's made out of a uh, tin roof from an out, outbuilding. Uh-huh. Right. All right. Now the other thing I plan on doing, Odd Ford, is uh, putting on a set of Bilsteins. Uh, oh, by the way, I hear a vicious rumor that I might be getting my eighty one hundred soon for the uh, Adventure Jeep. But you just said that on the two episodes ago that you were getting your eighty one hundreds. Well, they're they're ready. What do you mean they're ready? I thought they, they were going to go be, in a box. I thought they were going to so like in FedEx already. I, I thought that's what it was. It showed up and they were my new wheels. So I'm not complaining because they're the new wheels. Sure. Which uh, look awesome. Okay. And I'm going to go take them to get Cerakoted. They look even more awesome. But I can't do the wheels and tires until I get the 8100s because those new shocks are going to round out everything I want to do. I've been waiting since day one since I picked that thing up for the 8100s because I had them on my last JK. Mm-hmm. And I freaking love those things. So if you have a JL or a JT, you could also step up and get Bill Stein's uh, Smooth Body 8100s, along with their new line of control arms for Tacoma. The shocks that you want in your truck are from the company that invented the Monitude back in 1955. Bill Stein has full coverage today for all popular vehicles, including direct replacement, performance, leveling kits, all the way up to race. In fact, you can find Bill Steins from the factory on Nissan Titans, Frontiers, Ram TRXs, and the new Ford Bronco. When manufacturers want the best, they choose Bill Stein. And if you want to find out which Bill Steins are right for your truck, it's easy. Just go to BillStein.com. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We have the lowered and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. Oh, oh. It's the truck show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. All right, Holman, what is uh, first on the agenda? Should we get to the audio from our recent meetup at Four Sons Brewery in Huntington Beach, California? Yeah, I want to thank uh, everybody who showed up. We have, what, 15 to 20 people? I think it was more than that. Yeah, not bad for Be- just... Well, uh, we started at like 15 or 20, but then phone calls were made, and then the guys from uh, Quarantine Crew showed up, and it was like it turned into like a mini car show, truck show in the parking lot. Pretty cool. And then, uh, and then you left to go work on your odd Ford, and I stayed yes. around, and I was the host for a while, and I may have... Had a few more beers. I heard. I heard you were uh, accidentally offensive, as you often are. 
What are you talking? Wait, I was. I, that's what I heard. I heard that you were uh, you were knee deep in the uh, in the booze. I mean, I had maybe two more. I, I wasn't like sure? sucking them down. Oh, yeah. So that was you sober. <laughs> in Huntington Beach, California, with a beautiful breeze blowing from one end of the building to the other. That's only true because Devin just rolled up the back door. Oh, so he's got the magic breeze that flows with him? <laughs> yes. Hey, so uh, where, where are we? Uh, Four Suns Brewing in Huntington Beach. So this is our, uh, this is our local brewery, and uh, the, uh, what's the history behind it? Because it's, it's, you guys have been, was it five years now? Seven. Seven years already? I remember when the brewery craze was sort of going on, and then it was like, oh, we got a brewery in HB, and then it turned out to be like a really damn good brewery in HB. And I go to other parts of the country and stuff, and I'm like, hey, that's my beer from my hometown. Yeah, works out well. I mean, my brother's just a talented brewer from, he started brewing when he was 19 years old. And now, what, 15 years later, he makes some pretty good now, stuff. Now, hold on a second. The legal drinking age in California is 21. I didn't so. say he was drinking it. I oh, said he was yeah. making it. <laughs> well, how did he know if difference. it was good? Well, my, my parents tasted it. <laughs> I see. I, yeah. I got you. So there are four sons, I take yeah, it. Yeah, me and my right. three brothers, we're all here. They're just we're on the other side of the building right now doing production, canning, things like that. Okay, and how did it go from brewing in, what, the garage with one of those home brewing kits yeah. to uh-huh. a massive building with barrels? Yeah, uh, just... We started out as a side project. We were all working in aerospace, and we're like, hey, let's do something fun. Let's open a little brewery tap room. We'll work out on the weekends. And then within six months, people started liking the beer and coming out in droves, and we all quit our jobs, and let's just do this full time. Okay, was that scary? We should get the entrepreneur jingle. You really should, yeah. Uh, Was that scary, or how did it work? Was it it slow? It was at the time, but because we never knew if we were going to make any money or enough to support all of us when in full-time jobs, so it was a little terrifying at first, um, but... We just, it was, it was worth it to jump in the deep end and see what happens. A lot of breweries just call themselves breweries, but they make just enough to serve the people who walk in the tap room. Mm-hmm. Others are selling it to stores and, yeah. and restaurants. Mm-hmm. And where are you in that mix? So we started out with just the tap room and then slowly started selling locally in Huntington Beach and then grew from there. So now you're in the, the this is essentially where we started this facility, that brewing equipment over there. Across the parking lot is our main brewery. It's a 16,000 square foot facility over there. I was trying there. to figure out why your vans were parked on the other side of the yeah, lot. Yeah, okay, so that that's where we do. That, that room's cool. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. And then, so now we distribute in six different states. Um, we have three locations in Huntington Beach. Uh, we distribute internationally to four different countries. So it's slowly growing. We're, I'm working on our first taproom expansion right now out of state. We're hoping to open a Vegas taproom later oh, this wow. year. On the strip or off the strip? Uh, it's the downtown Arch District, so like just north of the strip. Oh, yeah. By, uh, what is it? The, something, uh, the Area 51? Yeah, yeah. Kind of okay. by there. It's like okay. only a mile area, No, it's called Area, area 15. 15. Area 15, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, hold on, because uh, you're talking about how they expanded from being a taproom. You guys have a distillery. You got a hot mm-hmm. chicken sandwich restaurant in town. Yeah. Like You guys are do, you're like the, the culinary royalty of Huntington Beach now. Yeah, we're trying to just keep expanding. We love any, anything in Huntington Beach. We want to keep it all local. So uh, we always had a dream of opening like a huge restaurant. We don't know. Man, my younger brothers started in hospitality and restaurants earlier in their age, but we don't really have a lot of experience in a full-scale restaurant. So we did the, the hot chicken place yeah. for like a small starter and we'll see what Wh- happens. What's that, that about? What do you mean? You're just uh, as, up as at if it's Bellatera, no big deal. They do like a Nashville style hot chicken here in Huntington Beach. At Bellatero, the big uh, mall at, up the at, street? Yeah, we're at 405 there. So the uh, the HB hot chicken is uh, owned and run by the Four Sons family. No kidding. Yeah, it's fun. We actually are just eating that right now on the other side. We had it delivered. <laughs> well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we'll have to I'll order some. Yeah. They gave us this room for free. Oh, so free. that's cool. Yeah. Thanks for this room. Thanks for this room. This was all Devin's doing. So I'm like, hey, we in the corner of your your brewery and just have like random people show up and we can just hang out he goes do you want the room on the other side i'm like 
Is that yes. an option? <laughs> Devin, easier. if you live in Texas or Maryland, how can you get Four Sons Brewing beers? Can you, uh, is Texas there anything Maryland, online? We don't distribute out in there. I'm, I'm just saying, I just picked those randomly. Like, yeah. if, can, okay, can, so, I, can I buy online? Well, how about this? Yeah. What states do you distribute in? So right now, Arizona, Tennessee, Utah, Colorado, um, and then uh, Nevada will be very soon here. But unfortunately, the way liquor laws are really stupid when it comes to shipping beers, so we don't ship. Uh, we used to ship within California. We don't do it anymore. We, we don't ship out of state at all. But you can get a Four Sons t-shirt online, right? All day. Yeah. Okay. Nice hat. Nice. Well, every, every time I've come here, like I went to buy my Four Sons t-shirt and mm -hmm. they're always out of my size. So I looked and like the, the front room is stock. So I'll be walking out of here today with the Four Sons shirt. Okay, good. Now, wait a minute. Devin, I need to take your temperature on one thing. You're a pretty sure. stylish guy. I can tell with the tattoos, uh -huh. the mohawk and the whole thing, right? Look down and tell me what you think of Holman's shoes. Can he pull those off? I actually, you know what? I, when I, that was the first thing I saw when I walked in the room, and I think it works out well. Because they're bright freaking red to match That's his right. angel's cap. That's yeah. right, man. I think he pulls it off well. What are your lame-ass shoes that what? you have? <laughs> Mine are, dude, just, talk about HB. They're skeletons. They're like, uh, and palm trees. Yeah, but whose shoes are those? Globe. Right, because I'm sponsored by Globe. Yeah, that's right, I am. I've been <laughs> rocking Globes for 20 years. There you go. All right. Those 20 anyway. years old? They look like they need to go in the washing machine. No. What the hell? Are you? These are clean. These are freshy fresh. All right. Enough about shoes. Thank you for having us out. No we really appreciate guys. it. Yeah. Enjoy and grab a beer. All right. Who are we with? Uh, Thomas Atwood. How did you end up at our little shindig? Um, By accident? I've been, uh, I've been listening to you guys since like, like episode two. I was going to say like day so one. I followed you from, yeah, the B team. Yeah. And I uh, followed you over here when I found out you worked at Banks. And I've been listening ever since. So oh, Thank you. Yeah, I missed the last one, and I was trying to get out and get to this one. So I got three girls at home, and I was cleaning the house, and I kind of begged my wife, and she let me go for an hour. So now I'm here. So We need to thank your wife. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Honey. Thank you, wife. What's her name? <laughs> Shout out. Her name is Paola. All right. Paola. Okay. <laughs> thank you. When you listen to the podcast, is she ever in the car, and does she cringe? She doesn't. I, I, I have three girls. My, my 10 year old is really into it. She sings along with all my jingles. And she, <laughs> she actually likes the, uh, the know your note. So she'll, she'll look over at me and like, hey, what do you think it is? And uh, it, it's pretty fun. So she's starting to get into cars and all that other kind of stuff. So she's getting really interested. Now she's your 10 year old? She's my 10 year old. Okay. Yeah. So her name is Marley. Shout out to Marley. Shout out to Marley. <laughs> and, and has she ever, or have you ever guessed one correctly? The last one, okay. Or do you beat on your, or do you beat on your steering wheels? You're driving, going, Damn it! I know it. What are you? You guys are idiots. A yeah. couple times I did. Uh, the, a couple weeks ago, you did one. It was like at the beginning of the show, and uh, I was almost positive it sounded like a Toyota four cylinder, and you didn't say it till the end of the show, and I was like, dude, it, it kept me in suspense the whole show, <laughs> man. But dude, we did something you know, that uh, <laughs> keeps somebody listening. Good for us. Yeah, it was <laughs> an accident. What are you driving right now? Oh, it depends what day it is. I mean, I, I pulled up in a 2001 Cherokee on 33s. I have a mile built 4.0 in it. It's a stick shift. And uh, now we're talking. Yeah, everything's cool. Some, it's my favorite color. It's that pewter color of those, right? that generation. Yeah, I, cool. I made sure to get the last one. I wanted a 2001. Yeah, it had the fuel injected, the, the better engine, tranny. new uh, new dash, all yep. that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 all that. So I really liked it. It took me over a year to find a stick. They're shift. hard to find. So. Yeah, so I got, a, I got a few Jeeps, I got a couple of trucks. Off air, Holman, before you walked up, he was telling me a story about his 10-year-old daughter yeah. and how she has fallen in love with one of his trucks. I want you okay. to tell that story. Okay, so I bought a, a 79K30 for parts, and I have a 65K10. I wanted to swap the K30 frame underneath. And uh, when I took it out, we have property out in the desert. I took it out to the desert, 
and uh, I let my 10-year-old be in the passenger seat, and I'm like, well, let's just go take it for a spin. So we started going through the wash, testing out the four-wheel drive, and she just fell in love with the truck. So now she will not let me part it out. She refuses to let me part it out and put it underneath the 65. She's now, does she know what the term parted out even means? It means that the um, truck goes away lightning yeah, on her front yeah, ends. Pretty much. And then she hates her dad forever. And then she yeah, turns into a teenager. To, I was trying to explain to her, because, like, yeah, 65, you know, you don't have smog and all that other stuff, but she really wants a 79. I'm like, okay, that's cool, you know. Can we convince you, can, you, can you, body, you know? a 70, uh, 70, guess what, 74? Is it 76 now in California? 70, no, no, 74 or 5. I think it's 75. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if I could find a VIN. Yeah. What sucks oh, is oh, that, I didn't hear that. Didn't here's hear that. what sucks is that they you meant, used... You meant you found a vehicle that has a good VIN on it. Dude, yeah, they yeah, used yeah. to go. They used to go up in age. Like, it would go you know, from the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now California said, no, it's 75 forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's that kind of sucks for all of us. But, yeah, 79's a cool year. I mean, it's a square body. You know, she really loves it. When you try to explain smog to her, she has no idea. She's 10. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, you know, it's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot more expensive, even with uh, being a one ton versus a half ton in California. It's a lot more expensive in registration. She's like, I don't care. I like that truck. That's well, she's 10. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't yeah. know what it takes <laughs> to earn money. Sure, so it doesn't matter. We'll give her another maybe four or five years when she could actually start driving and uh, maybe she'll change her mind. My, my we'll 14 year old uh, helped me bleed the brakes on my old GP at, uh, GPW the other day and she got all excited about it. And uh, I told her, I'll teach you to drive stick in this thing, because if you can drive this, you can drive anything. You know, so she's like all jazzed that this you know, thing is in the driveway. And then I've got my three-year-old here. Hey, Abby, what kind of car does daddy drive? Uh, a blue one. A blue one. <laughs> what is it? It's a Jeep what? An ugly one. <laughs> an ugly one is correct. That's right. Light, say lightning is an ugly one. Ugly one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also true, yes. Well, dude, thank you for coming out with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for uh, having the invite. I'm glad I was pretty close. I'm just over here in uh, Lakewood, Long Beach area. Perfect. You're so. just your lightning's neighbor. I know, and here's the crazy part. He doesn't drink, so he's just hanging. He literally, he's not coming for the beer. He came for, for us, us, which well, is a little I weird. That sucks. I don't know how to process that. A horrible <laughs> decision. Uh, well, we got uh, Kaya's Kitchen here, so uh, she grab yourself some, uh, at least some tater tots. They're super awesome. Sounds good. My brother, appreciate Thank it. You. So we, we have uh, royalty here. Automotive royalty oh, no, no, no. has Please entered the building. Uh, famous person. No. Real, I'm, I've been here for a while. Why would you? That's interesting. <laughs> other other than, other than lightning. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, who do we have? Hey, what's up? It's Jeff from, I guess, technically Motor Trend uh, right, and Universe I guess. and Auto Trader. And a hundred other things. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so, so you and I... Wait, which one are you from? You all of it. From, wait, yeah, right. all of them. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, he knows Devin mm -hmm. and the Forsun family really well. Yeah. And we basically have all of the identical friends in the industry and hang yes. out with all the same people. Correct. And he works with the same company. And yeah, this is the first time this, you've met? This is the first time we met. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we've traded... In like, real life. Yeah, in real life. Like, we've traded messages online and stuff like that. Though I saw that blue Jeep parked at the airport the other day, and I was like, I wonder if Sean's the one who parked this real poorly <laughs> yes. on the upper deck at SNA. No, it's because there was another car parked poorly next to me. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. Excuses, excuses. Right, right, right. He doesn't right. care about his fellow motorist. No, 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 no. He was happy to go drive a, a new thing that he can't talk about yet. No, no, we just talked about it. Oh. You're talking about the Nissan Frontier. Yeah, this hair is after the embargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. driven it too. It's really, it's really good. Oh, it's it's me, really good. Wait, wait, wait. Give, I don't care about Holman's driving pressures. I want yours. Okay, okay. So but he might always, but here's the thing. We got permission to break embargo a little bit early. Ooh, and because you're a show. 
Oh, you think it's okay? Yes. All right. All right. If I get in trouble, I'll, I'll, I'll blame it on. I'll blame <laughs> it on Sean. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Best in class engine minus the upgrades available to the other trucks. Sure. It's like Ford. You need the Ford Performance yep. to match it. Yep. Colorado, you can get there, but it takes a couple other things. Uh, it's almost there in horsepower. Um, Nissan has good reliability, but they just needed to fix the way it looks and the inside. And the technology. And, they, and they've done that. Yeah. Done. Best so, in class now. So if the framework stick with it, people are dumping on it, but that's what Ford did with the Ranger. So, yeah. I mean, you can't dump on them there. The shocks are pretty good yeah. for the segment. Yeah. And, and you got to remember, it's TRD off-road, not TRD Pro. 100%. It's, it's Z71, not ZR2. I would take it over the TRD Pro anyway, because I hate the Tacoma, if I'm allowed to say that on this show. You are yes. allowed to say Great. that. Great. Worst seating position in any modern vehicle on sale uh, today. Grabby brakes, uh, old... Uh, it feels very darty and flighty. terrible trail control system. Yeah. Uh, that Lots makes, of noise. Sounds like a fax machine. How about the deal where the you know you take the Nissan and you have hill descent control? Yeah. And it makes almost no noise. None. And you do it in the Toyota. It sounds like machine guns are going off yeah, around. Yeah, it sounds us. terrible. The, yeah. the Ford and the uh, Nissan blow it out of the so water. So loud. The Nissan was like an. an truck you never ever thought of yeah. and then all of a sudden like oh my god it's yeah. super competitive it looks good it's the right size the visibility all the things we talked about i'm glad that we've got a third party here who yes. will, who's uh, I'm, I'm a snob about the interior tell me about the interior so the i think the interior is really nice the screen is really good works really well if you like carplay and android auto which means you don't need to spend for the most expensive stuff because then you you know you're used to what it has i wish i could have tried one with the cloth seats because yeah. i don't like the leather and neat zero gravity seats no are wait, wait, wait. you personally don't like the leather or you don't like their execution of the leather i usually don't like leather period I always prefer cloth because I only like leather I don't like cloth so you, then that's good because to get the better sound system and all that stuff yeah. you have to also get the, the leather the premium package which was kind of a bummer because I want the good sound system and the cloth which so. is a Fender audio 10 speaker yeah it's, it sounds great because it's basically the Titan system that does sound good for the frontier yep in that smaller space and it rocks it was really impressive the yeah. off-road course they're like everybody put it in four low and I didn't yeah I, I didn't left either. it in high to see what it could do with really crappy all-terrain yeah. I didn't purpose, do the, or were you forgetful no 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 yeah. On purpose, specifically. Yeah, I, would, I would upgrade the tires. <laughs> I would upgrade the tires also. Yeah. And, and I didn't use the locker on the off-road because I wanted to see how the brake traction control or the BLSDs work. Right. And it's tuned really, really well. Yeah. No, so I, I'm the same with you. And there was one or two sections where I like, this would be a little bit easier yeah. in four low simply because it was loose. Yeah. And, um, but it didn't need it. So you just yeah. use more gas. And we were the first yeah. in the lead follow and the guys hopped out of the side-by-side -side, and they were like, Do you, you've done a little off-road? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, a little. Yeah. And they're like, you guys are right on our bumper. We're like, we're waiting for every other Go journalist faster, to catch it. up. Yeah, but I mean that was some yeah. tight single track. Oh yeah, yeah, but it was it was awesome. It was good, and it would showed what the truck can do. So I I was very impressed. So there you go. I want to find out your your, your background. Why are you affiliated with? So you're writing for all these different pubs uh, and hosting. No, I have a show on Motor Trend, um, and then uh, I have my own website called Hooniverse. So I do the videos there. I write, and then on Auto Trader, I've become sort of the Auto Trader video guy now. Um, oh wait a second. So you're pre this. Is a Bentley. No, I'm after him. So he's no longer there. He's off doing his own thing. Right. right, uh, right. Mr. DeMuro, uh, who's carved out his own niche. Good for him. Uh, very nice guy. Uh, yeah, so I'm more like straight, regular in-market shopper reviews, I guess you could say. So like this and is the new Hyundai Elantra. Now, when you say you you are Hooniverse? Yeah, I own a website called Hooniverse. But how does that compete against Hoonigan and everybody else? We started before them. Then they have a lot of money uh, <laughs> to not compete with. And then we have a very friendly relationship with them. So we're like an enthusiast blog, and they are a juggernaut of everything yeah. else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, you host Shift Talkers. I host a show on Motor Trend called Shift Talkers. You guys uh, need to watch your language. You know there are children here, right? <laughs> oh, we can believe it. Yeah. We can believe it. Yeah. It's my children. She, she's heard. And my, and my daughter would say the, the <laughs> other version anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shift Talkers. It's kind of like a, a panel interview show where we argue about car stuff. 
But we've got to get you on. If I, we, I've if never we get been a invited. Three. I, we got to get you on. I'm, I'm it, waiting. Has the show ever been heated enough to actually go to blows? <laughs> no, because it's all virtual right now. It yeah. started. But in when we go in studio, pandemic, so it was the perfect show. Season three Zoom. in studio. You're I'm right. bringing blows. Dude, Zoom needs a way so you can, like a video game, you can punch someone. No, I'm down with that. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, uh, KJ Jones has been on a few times. Freiburger. Uh, twice. twice. Freiburger, yeah. twice. Yeah. Finnegan. Uh, uh, I think we got Lieberman on there, team. who we all well, know as. It's, it's because no one likes Holman except for oh, me. Oh, no, no, no. I want Holman on just because we need more truck guys on. Yeah. We have, we've had um, the. Uh, and we like to argue. And uh, Fred on, yep. too. So, yeah. I mean, that's fair. They're higher in the food chain than I <laughs> when, ever will but be. When you talk about when shift is in the title of anything, yeah. you don't really think about modern trucks because very few modern, are manual. Uh, no, no, no. Modern trucks actually do shift. You just don't shift them. No, no, listen to me. I know that they're shifting in an automatic uh-huh. transmission. What I'm saying is that you had to special order your manual, okay? No, I had to special order my vehicle because I wanted a certain Someone way. here needs to admit, right, between the three of us, uh-huh. that... 99% of the trucks on the road, modern trucks, that is are incorrect. automatic. No, that's more like 95%. Okay, whatever. It's the vast majority. I'm just I'm trying to keep you honest. You can get a stick in a Tacoma, you get a stick in a Gladiator. And the, you know what's funny? We argue about it because in the Gladiator, I say the automatic's actually better. Because I do not. I, I, from the it, factory, it I know it you is. upgraded yours, yeah. but the 8-speed My blue Gladiator really out there is a manual because... I like to order a long-termers manual whenever we can because yeah. I want people to know that that option's available. And but you, I also but you want, have to go aftermarket on the clutch, right? So on the Blue Gladiator stock and okay. on my JL, it's I've got a center force clutch, which I'm flying to Prescott uh, uh, Monday to go bring home. And how do you compare the uh, the stock versus the not even close. center force? The, the, the stock Jeep yeah. clutch is not very good. It's, kind of, it's super light. Bad. It's like a yeah. Honda. It's got a really long pedal throw. You can't feel the friction zone no on it. Feel. The center force upgrade, where you go to the big heavy flywheel, you go to from an external slave to an internal slave, sort of like a Mustang because they both have Eisen transmissions, so they stole some uh, ideas from there. Uh, you don't lose the effort, or pedal travel doesn't change as your clutch wears because you're no longer off of a lever for an external slave because it's in center and side, oh, and wow. it's so much better. You have feel, the you have friction. on bone. the pedal the, now? Or? No, the, uh, the, the slave cylinder is now um, inside the transmission case Wow! instead of uh, mounted on the outside of the transmission case. And uh, they, uh, Center Force actually fixes all the hydraulics with a new master as well. Oh, so that's a, that's a huge upgrade. It's then. a huge it's upgrade. Not just clutch. No, it's oh, so it's goodness. it's flywheel, hydraulics, clutch disc, as well as uh, going from an internal or an external slave to an internal slave. Wow! So it also protects it and makes it last longer because you don't have mud and debris that can get into it. Makes it crappy if you got to change it at some point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Most of the slaves today are good for hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that it. thing lasts for a while. hundred thousand yeah. miles, you yeah. hope, right? Or so then, then you sell yeah, the truck. Yeah, and then you go, hey, it needs a clutch. Couple questions: Are you driving a truck right now? Uh, I was going to, and then I didn't. I took my. I got another project car that I wanted to take. Did you bring the Jag? I brought. I have an old yeah. Jag. I don't mean today. I mean in general. You drive your truck. Yeah, I, I have a 1991 Montero um, okay. manual, uh, three liter V6, last of the first gen trucks. With uh, I've swapped on Fox shocks. Yeah. Runs They're badass off Those things are really well. I've built jumped well. it. It's um it. The install of the shocks cost more than the shocks because they had to fabricate new uh, tower mounts and all that, which sucked. <laughs> it was eye-opening. But I think it's the only Gen 1 Montero with Fox shocks. So, so when are we going off-roading? Anytime. Do you have an open spot for lighting? No, of course. I live really close to Maple Spring Truck Trail, so it's like, you know, oh, we yeah, can do yeah. easy route. Where's that? Here at the top of Saddleback. Saddleback. Yeah, oh, Saddleback. Saddleback. Yeah. yeah, in Orange County here. Yep. That'd be a fun one to go do, just on a Saturday it's or something easy. like that. Yeah. All right, what is your favorite truck of all time? Oh, favorite truck of all time. Um, 
I go back and forth between, I'm kind of a homer for Ford. I mean, it's hard to beat the Raptor, which is kind yeah. of a boring ass answer, but on the street, it'd probably be like the Little Red Express yeah, or a Cyclone. Cool. Cyclone, Cyclone. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I like road stuff too, but yeah. it's it's hard to beat the, the Raptor, to be totally yeah. honest, just because it's so good. What about the TRX? Yeah, I really can't. I can't <laughs> wait to see what the V8 Raptor R, yeah, right, right, whatever right. it's called, is going to do. Yeah. Um, the TRX is like stupid. I can't believe yeah. Johnny got a long-termer. That's the dumbest so shit his, ever. So his long-termer got ordered almost identical to mine. So we're going to have the same. Wait, so you have a long-termer too? It's coming. That's going to replace the Gladiator. Dude, come on. <laughs> I'm so jealous. long-termer TRX? Yes, we talked about oh this. Oh, my God. I'm just pretending I don't know it because I want to be surprised again. Oh, when I pick you up? It's, yes. It's, um, I have a friend who bought one who also has a, um, an AEV. JLU yeah. 350, I yeah, think yeah. they're called. Um, so he has both of those right yeah. now. And he's eventually going to sell both of them probably to get a prospector. Uh, so uh, our friend Jackson Ellis, who, by the way, family owns Glendale, Jeep, and, and uh, Ram, he's going to come on the show. I reminded him again. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to do that. He came to my house to pick up some AV wheels in his prospector yesterday. Yeah. And I just looked at that thing in my driveway, took a couple pictures, like, yeah. Was it at 40s? Yeah, 40s. I mean, it's trophy truck tires. And with the 8100s on the 40s, it rides better than stock, if you can imagine. It's unbelievable. What is that truck? Cost? Do you remember a full prospector package? Yeah, you probably run hundred grand. Yeah. Grand. So I think the package is like thirty-five. Yeah, it depends. So there's a few things you can add to TRX it. TRX so. and prospector are within a few thousand of each other. Yeah, but they're then. totally different trucks. Yeah. yeah. If I had to choose, awesome. honestly, I'd go prospector because it can do more of the stuff I want to do, and it's a little bit more docile around town and stuff. It's it's big, but. I don't know. There's just something. It just—it's the Hot Wheel you've always wanted. Where the TRX is like the sports car. It's a race car. Yeah. yeah. You know. I don't know. It's—they're it, both great. Okay. I, it's, it's really hard. Well, I'm gonna throw. I think I may know the answer already, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna. You just won $125,000 in the California lottery, sure. and you have to buy a truck. Okay. It's the only way you can collect your winnings. Oh, you have yeah. to spend it on a truck. What is it? New or old? Um, any, 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 any truck. Any ever. truck. It has to be a truck. Okay. New or old? Oh, oh that's. I, I have to think about that. You know what? I just because I love gas. I love hot yeah. rods. I love all that stuff. I'm really curious about the lightning. I, I'm sorry to yeah. say, I, I'm really curious about the lightning. Lightning's curious about the like lightning, a, too. a daily driver and throw some camping stuff on yeah. it if you do, like, it's not too front. far out camping yeah. and all that stuff. I, so I might go that um, just for S and giggles. Uh, I don't know if you right. can swear on this podcast. Otherwise, for getting electric, I'm going new. I'm putting a deposit on the Raptor R. How about that? I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lightning, same question to you. Do we... I'm torn because it's TRX, it's... Uh, Raptor R, yeah. it's all in that echelon. Like I'm, listen, I, I, it's I a great time to be a truck guy. There's so I, many good. Stuff I have up. one answer I did just think of though. Uh, I think it's what's his name, Chris Eisenhower, the off-road racer. I think he does like a pre-runner F100. Oh or yeah, a old school truck F100. I would have one of those built with a full interior. That would be for cool. that much money. So like old, yeah, 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 like yeah. 73. With two, super comfortable inside, air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All uh, so like no roll cage. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So it's not a serious yeah, off-roader, yeah. but with all of the engine yeah. and suspension, all that stuff, with room for my family. That's what I would buy. I'm down. <laughs> I can't top that. <laughs> All right. Hooniverse Jeff, thanks for coming out. My and pleasure, uh, Hey, guys. great to meet you in person for the yeah, first time ever. Seriously. <laughs> have a beer. Ladies and gentlemen, live from Four Sons Brewing, taped a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we with? Bart Harkey. Wait, from Georgia. Well, I was going to ask Gee, where the, I was going to ask he where the... He emails us. I know, but you're... He's so, here. We're supposed to uncover that slowly. No, he's... What? Slowly, like, oh, hey, where's that right. accent from? And then he says... He says, California. New Jersey. <laughs> so it's over. We're done. No, no, no. I, I got it. I got it. So he's here in Huntington Beach because his his daughter's in a softball championship. I'd like to think that he came for the podcast meetup, and his daughter just happened to want to go play softball, not the other way around. Exactly. Sure. 
<laughs> sure, sure. Just go with it. Yes. Exactly. It's, right. it's, it's Sean's lie. He can <laughs> tell it. <laughs> Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Exactly. So you're here, and it's a big disappointment to meet both of us. No. Okay. Oh. Wait, no. you've been drinking, sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I listened to you guys, you know. How um, did you find us? I actually started listening to the F100 show. Oh, okay. And they only drop shows like once once a month, sure. I think. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Um, I'm going to look for other podcasts. And I found you guys. And the first time I found you, you know, the jingles and everything, oh, yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> you know? But I wish you guys could see the look on his face when he said it. He's <laughs> like, what is this? Like, this is the worst yeah, why crap I? I've ever heard. But... But I started listening to it, and I think one of the first episodes I listened to was um, with the guy from Bill Stein. Yeah. Shocks. Yeah. And I'm an engineer um, by trade, and so he started going way geeking out on shocks, and it was more information than I'd ever heard on it. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. And you guys usually have guests that geek out on it. About the time I get tired of geeking out, you guys do something goofy. And <laughs> it so works. it's a good no, wait, Is that where you hit the 15-second skip button, or do you stay with us? No, I don't skip, man. Are I you at? Are, do you listen to us at 1.5x or two times? Or Oh, I Don't tell them about that. I don't no. want people to know that they can do that. <laughs> no, I actually did, but see, I'm from the South. We talk slow. <laughs> and I was like, man, all of a sudden I'm having trouble understanding this. <laughs> and I looked, and I was at actually 1.5. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> you know? By the time I found you guys, you had already dropped the, the April Fools. When, by, I mean, I may have been a year behind yeah. at the time. So I was, I was listening to current ones. Actually, for a while, I boycotted the current ones because I was trying to catch up, and there's just... I couldn't do it. So I was going back and listening to it, and I was traveling to a customer, and all this crazy crap started. And I didn't know, I, I wasn't paying any attention to the date the episode was. It's like, what in the hell? <laughs> you know? So I had, I checked the radio. I did everything you guys talked about. I love talked. that gets some people yeah. later. <laughs> I did everything you guys talked about that I've heard in subsequent shows about checking the radio, checking the connection, this, that, and the other thing, and I finally figured it out. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Any particular segments that you're a, a, a fan of that we should do more of or less of? Um, having an engineering background, I'm a big fan of the Gail Banks episodes, obviously, and I'm sure you guys have gathered through my emails. I'm kind of a Ford guy. Yeah, yeah. Which, unlike most, most guys, I don't hate on anything. It just happens I gravitate towards Fords. Why is that? Why would you say um, it's I'm third generation. Um, I had an uncle in the lumber business, and he started buying Fords back in the '40s when they came out with a two-speed differential because they didn't struggle up the hill because he could put the differential in low gear, and he didn't get overweight tickets from from the local <laughs> uh, police department. So he drove Fords, and as a consequence, my dad drove Fords. My first truck was a Ford, and then kind of like this what you learn to work on that's kind of yeah you know and you understand them you speak the language yeah and they've never done me wrong so you know i keep buying them what are you driving now i have a 2014 f-150 it is modified no look at that (laughs) i have halo lifts uh coilovers on it i have icon a arms yeah that's it right there it's modified yeah absolutely it is all right fuel wheels We've got a bed cover on it, a uh, Retrax bed cover on yep. it, which is the greatest damn You're thing in. ever. You're in. But, yeah, it's modified. And 
it's got 35 1250s on it so there's a little hammer and sawzall work to the certain portions we yeah. appreciate your long distance award the fact that you drove so far out just to hang out with oh, us I for did. a couple hours yeah my daughter awesome. was griping so it was great that y'all had a softball tournament <laughs> while she was here perfect <laughs> all right brother well we appreciate the emails and we appreciate you always uh checking in on the show so it's nice to finally meet you in person awesome thank you and feel free to be uh more brutal next time until we tell us how we suck I, I, or just I, lightning I, I would but you don't Oh, I will. I will say this. Oh, see, I knew they were sold. <laughs> because like, no, 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 no. You you sold past the close. You no, asked for I it. Wanted more. We were out, and no, he's I like, wanted more. Oh, no, you're good. That's your fault. Self-inflicting lightning. The one episode when you when you first acquired Lockjaw, you were cracking me up because you. I guess y'all were in your neighborhood, and you were taking it for a first drive. You literally sounded like a 16-year-old taking his first car for a drive. It was like and that. I was, I, was, I was just like, that is so awesome that he's See? that excited about getting a new old truck. So I thought... There's nothing more that I enjoy than owning that truck. Wait a minute. Uh, womp, womp. All right, moving right along. <laughs> Who are we here with today? Eric Fodrin. Dean Schlingman. So, so Dean's a uh, emailer and a uh, commenter on the show. He's been with us. You've really since the beginning, right? Like almost day one. Or I day was one. the second question on the show. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. I think Dean, you've spent some time ripping on me, right? A little bit here and there. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> and does he deserve it? Uh, well, I mean, he works very hard, and and obviously the show is as successful because of him. But sure. uh, you know, every once in a while, everybody needs a good ribbon. So. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I appreciate that's why he that. can continue to be a, uh, a listener of our show. <laughs> and what's your story? Uh, actually, Dean just told me you guys were having a podcast here. I was surfing locally, so I thought I'd stop by and have a beer and check it out. Oh, really? So you don't listen to the podcast? You have no idea who we are and what we're talking I, about? Do you love trucks? I, no, I, I do. Okay, that's that's I a do. good. Did you ever listen to K Rock growing up in Southern California? I did. And actually, Dean gave me the uh, the lowdown. Okay. You also listened to K Rock. I, I did. I, I didn't have a choice. I worked there for many, many years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I am a truck enthusiast. As a matter of fact, I've been a pastor in his race truck. Oh, race truck. Let's let's what? talk some more. We've been racing a Class 8 truck for a number of years, and uh, on a time or two, Eric's been in the car and a bunch of other folks. Uh, stock full? This is a uh, uh, full-size unlimited. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of the old trophy truck class, if you will. Yeah. 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 And how does I, Dean, I, love, I love those trucks. How does Dean drive? Awesome. Solid. Like, reliable, not too over the edge. Oh, how about this? But Are you a cargo pilot truck. or a fighter pilot? Uh, if we're running out of time, I turn into a fighter <laughs> pilot. But I try, you know, if you can't, what is it? You can't finish first or first you got to finish. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm most of the time if I'm If you're not first, you're last? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at the sayings, but yeah. He brings it across the line, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. In fact, uh, to that point, I have a small story about lightning. Uh, we, we met in 2017. Was it at the Wow there's, Store in Long Beach at a real no, big fish uh, in-store concert? No way that this can end well for me. Uh, it doesn't end well for you, but it does end well for somebody <laughs> else that you know. Did, did oh, he no. um, did he big time you? Uh, I, I wouldn't say. Well, may, maybe okay. we we were at uh, the uh, Pomona um, Off-Road Expo. Off-Road Expo. Thank you. And uh, I approached you with Jay Crouch from Engine Technology. Sure. And uh, we had a, a Baja 1000 program. We said, hey, you know, we've got one navigator seat open. Are you interested? Uh, we talked about it for, I don't know, five, ten minutes, whatever. All right, we'll talk to you later. We got we exchanged emails, all kind of stuff. All right. Wrote you a couple times. Hey, Jay, we got some stuff going on. You interested? Uh, and I think we were like a month and a half, maybe two months out. Okay. Um, I think you were this probably not busy. ring a bell at all. Back and forth. You were busy. That was clear. Uh, so I kind of opened it up to the World Wide Web, and uh, Mike Hallmark, 
who you guys know from Hellwig, yes. uh, jumped in, and it was within five minutes of us posting online. My phone rings. Hey, I'm Mike, Mike Hallmark. We haven't met before. I saw your posting. I'm in. And uh, Mark Hell Mike, as we like to call him. <laughs> he, he goes by many names. We ended up talking a bunch. I stopped emailing you at that point. You were busy. I was busy. <laughs> now, when you said, hold on, on a second. Yeah. When you said, I'm busy, did I not respond? Did was, not respond. God, what a so dick just, move. Was it, the Banks, was it the Banks Power email? Or was no, it, hold on. It, this is K-Rock oh, free. Oh, it's free. Oh. Banks. Yeah. Didn't know, if, in any case, we, uh, it, that was okay. You know, I get it. Everybody's got their thing going on. Uh, we you know, went, I'm a hell of a navigator. I've won Baja 1000 as a navigator. What's weird... I actually what's weird about sometimes. this story is that I have always wanted to co-pilot right. or navigate. That's why this is yes. confusing to me. And yeah. Every time I hear you say that on the show, I'm like, dude, you had it. It was in the bag. But, so you know my call, Mark. We, uh, we go down there. I didn't then, but I do now, right. yes. You do now. Uh, we went down there. We, we, we pre-ran the 1000. Uh, my truck's out front that we pre-ran it with. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Uh, the race truck got to us. We were down in, uh, oh gosh, uh, Laredo, I think, is where we started our portion. Uh, we jumped in, and it took us, I think we were in the truck for about 17 hours. We were the last official finisher of the race. In fact, we got the Candy Cane Award, which is an oddball yeah, 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 yeah. for the absolute last vehicle. We got like a check for 600 bucks or something. That's almost oh better because you just beat the clock, and everybody behind you doesn't count anymore. So you actually still count. Yeah, we had, uh, I think we had nine minutes, uh, and that was out of after 48 hours of, of racing. We had nine minutes left before the, the finish, and as we crossed the finish line, Mike Hallmark looked at me and, and basically said, look, I'm a salesman. I make my living with my words and with talking to people. I have no words for what's going on right now. I had no idea what it was going to be like. It's wild. Like It's, it's like a 17-hour uh, car crash. Absolutely. You can't put it any better than that. And for somebody that hasn't been in a truck, it's hard to, to get that. And, and the fact that like when you're in rhythm, you'll fall asleep. If you're in the middle of the night, and you just are in these rhythms on the whoops and stuff like that, and you just you you will fall asleep. And I remember racing where you know I'm getting cactus thrown through the windshield at me because the driver's like you're sleeping. And I won't mention the driver's <laughs> name because Jay wants to desperately for me to uh, mention my friend. No, I don't. I don't. But it really pisses me off that I didn't do it for whatever reason. Can you apologize, uh, Dean? So no, at least I'm you know. Beer. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that interview, guys. All right, moving on to the next table. Gentlemen, how you How's doing? Hi, right, Richard. Yeah, we're we're we've seen you before. I, I came to the first to the first one you guys had. Yeah, no, look, actually he's hung got out with tater you guys tots. after. You yes, to help I yourself. If, I wonder if they're all the tater tots you want. The you, you almost oh. spilled his beer. Yeah, Would you be careful? I didn't. I'm eating the a cheese sauce. Tots. Is great, it's spicy. Oh my and god! I haven't double dipped. I promise. Mm. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna go <laughs> in. Delicious. I'm going in. Here we go. Mm. Did we just come over here to interview him to steal his tater tots? I'm pretty sure that's what happened. It's like a spicy. It's like a spicy cheese curd or something. I know I'm chewing. Finish chewing first. All right. Yeah, but it's so salty and crunchy. Mm-hmm. A little bit greasy. It's good. Cheese sauce. It's right. On you got point. just the right amount of crunch. All right. So, you hung out with us before. Yes. Why did you come back? <laughs> well, you're a mile and a half from my house. I figured, why not? So you're my neighbor. <laughs> I am. So as a local of Huntington Beach, uh, sure. you have to be familiar with Four Sons. I have. Okay. I've, I haven't been here before, but I've seen. Oh, you know, really? I've seen the ads. Um, okay. And actually, I didn't realize it was this close. And what was, uh, will you be back? Yes, absolutely. Right, yeah. so that way we can tell Devin to pay for this room. We were making new customers for him. See what I'm doing I, there? I will be back. Perfect. Yeah. Trivia night next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Perfect. And karaoke, right? What did, what did you uh, drive? No karaoke. No, karaoke. no karaoke. What do I drive? I have a, I have a Ram, uh, 2014 Ram, 2500, that I, I love. Uh, With which engine? The, the diesel. The, the Cummins. Six, seven, yeah. Cummins, not yeah, Cummins. No G, G I got it. I got it. Does it drive you crazy when people add the G? Yes. 
Yeah, it's obviously they don't know what it is. I want to ask um, some some trivia of you. Okay. What is your most and least favorite parts of the show? And please, they can't both be lightning. Well, one of them can be. <sighs> least, least favorite. Maybe. Some, what do we need maybe to? Some of the emails. They get a little boring sometimes. Okay. All right. You know. Um, All right, people, you heard it. Pick up your uh, your email game. <laughs> uh, favorite uh, truck news. Okay. Like truck news. All right. It's, right. you know, it's usually you find out about new stuff. Yeah. That's what I enjoy. Uh, well, this is your opportunity to uh, pay Holman a compliment because he delivers 90% of the news, and I just I just listen, and I'm entertained, just like you. I, I enjoy it. Thank I appreciate you. that. What was your favorite episode that comes to mind right now? Uh, or guest. Or guest. Finnegan. Okay. Finnegan's, you know. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've listened to almost all of them. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little behind since I haven't been driving as much. No, that's most people. Freeways. We need your downloads. Freeways or thing. Catch up. But I don't... I, <laughs> They're all downloaded. Don't worry. All right, good, good, good. good. Um, but um, I, I jumped ahead a few to listen yeah, to that yeah. one the other day. Gail Banks is probably obviously the second one. I'm sure. Okay. I mean, every I, that three part one was yeah. awesome. awesome. So I love hearing his old stories about just things it's, that it's we like would otherwise rad. never know about. Now, what have we not covered that you've been waiting for? And don't say tow episode. More race car trucks, like, uh, like trophy truck stuff. Oh, like a trophy truck. We can, uh, we can, I, know I mean, I know like Herps is yeah, not, yeah. Yep. not too far down the road. Yep. I, I know one of Herb's mechanics. Is here? Is a friend of mine. Motorsports? Yeah, yeah, up by Boeing. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for uh, hanging out with us again. Definitely. Because uh, we just figured that, you know, we're I figured like, it was free food, so that's why I'm here. Well, that's good. Thank no, you. I appreciate your free <laughs> I'm food. Just I, I just uh, I figured that, you know, everybody, they like, cross that off their bucket list, and then they're out. We'll never see them again. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's what I would do. I, I, actually, can I buy you guys a beer? Uh, no, they're, uh, Devin at Four Sons bought us beer. Okay. So if you bought us beer, it would just be throwing good money after free money. So Well, look, if his tab... I'm sure finish those. Yeah, I'm sure you'll finish okay. those. Okay. If our tab is prematurely closed, we'll come to you. you right, right. Or, or uh, uh, tater tots. You, you and I would share some tater tots, right? <laughs> I think we can... Uh, I was going to say something I shouldn't say. <laughs> yes, yes. Help yourself. Yeah. All right. By the way, uh, people should come here. Uh-huh. That's awesome. It is awesome. And the beer is good. You just had a uh, what you uh, described as nuclear beer. Uh, Strawsum. It's called Strawsum. Strawsum. Yeah, yes, it is it's good. a strawberry sour. Yeah, it's not bad. And I'm That's halfway through my first, and uh, as soon as I'm done with that one, I'm going to move on to my uh, sour K. At what point do they cut you off? Uh, fifth or sixth, I think. Okay, I'm going to yeah. buy you up to five. Okay, perfect. Right, who are we? Uh, who are we sitting with here? Um, Frank, with my lovely and wife. Patty. Well, Hi, Frank and Patty. And so what is this? I see OC Yoda Nights. What is this on your shirt? Um, it's a local uh, event that they host, OC Yoda. I, I just go there. You see all kinds of Toyota trucks uh, from Land Cruisers, uh, mini truck, mini trucks, and people just show up and have a good time. So what are you driving? I drive a 4Runner, 2003 V8. But what's your, uh, your day drive? My day drive is a Kenworth for uh, Sentinel Transportation. He, uh, he's fuel driver, so if you've ever seen him comment on our Instagram posts and stuff like I that. Never You're a fuel yeah. driver. Okay. Yes, Got it. I drive gas tanker. I know I have uh, give you a couple of shots. No dog boy, or you drive a Mini Cooper, but it's all in good love. <laughs> he deserves every single one of them, though. Absolutely, I take it. What bad life decision led you to hang out with us and waste two hours of your uh, life on a Saturday? I'm going to have to go back to Kevin and Bean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Old school. Old school. So that's, that's that was my bad life decision, but it's, it's turned out great after. So you guys make my drive to, at work a lot pleasurable and funny and... I love it. I mean, it doesn't yeah. sound like us, <laughs> but well, I'll take to, it. To me, it does. Okay, to me all right. It does, and I appreciate okay, it. Okay, now, all right. We don't do that much Toyota content. How does that make you feel? I'm kind of down, but it also gives me opportunity to look at the competition and think about, you know what? I'm glad I have a Toyota. All right. <laughs> that's, that seems like a cop-out. 
a little bit. He's being nice. It's, yeah. we're, it's because we're standing next to him. <laughs> right. If, <laughs> if, if this were somewhere else or if he was really right. rip-roaring drunk, yeah. he'd be ripping he'd be, on us. Yeah, you guys I'm going to be honest with you. In the next couple of years, I'm thinking of buying a new truck, and I really like the Nissan Frontier. What is it about the Frontier that has you entertained? You know what? The new, the new look, and it's just it's different. It's different. Toyota's yeah. been with the same chassis for, yeah. I'm going to say, since 05. Okay, 05. I had an 06. Still uses rivets and C-channel in the back, and that Frontier's fully boxed. Just saying. So, all right, Holman, you play yeah. the part of yeah. Nissan salesman, okay. and yeah. this is where you're actually selling to a customer. Right. How are you selling him into all right. the Frontier right More now? More horsepower. More efficient. It, Okay. All right. Uh, better interior. He's still wearing the OC Yoda shirt, right, right. so you, you've already pre-qualled him. Uh, zero right. gravity seats. Oh, look at the back of his yeah, shirt Yeah, but here. that's an old school Toyota. I'm down with yeah, those. School, I'm down with those. Bad. Although the new Toyota is kind of uh, old school too. <laughs> actually, actually, this, this back Toyota was the, the truck my dad met my mom in. Not the actual oh. truck, but that year. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you may have been conceived. <laughs> so we've been. Then. That's 70s <laughs> right there, right? Yeah, 79, 80. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I, we've been Toyota family ever since. And, and he's I'm, thinking about defecting. That tells you uh, how impressed people are with the new uh, Frontier. How about that? So here's the deal. If you yeah. and I sneak out to the parking lot yeah. and destroy his Toyota, yeah, then he'll, he'll be forced up, by it. He's going to buy But there's a couple the weeks Frontier. before they get into the dealerships. She won't be too happy. Oh. Okay, she looks <laughs> like she carries a Shiv. Yeah. My <laughs> wife also carries a Shiv, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for uh, coming out and hanging no, out with no. us, man. We really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Holman, uh, you see my watch right here? Nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> I'm not wearing a watch. But I got you to look. It's time for What's New in Trucks. What's New in Trucks. We need to know. What's New in Trucks. We need to know. What's New in Trucks. We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Oh. Yeah. <sighs> really? Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No, I did not. Uh, Toyota celebrates 70 years of Land Cruiser with a special 70 series model. Uh, hard to believe that 70 years ago, Toyota's unassuming off-roader went on sale. was offered to the National Police Reserve in 1951, but they declined it in favor of the Mitsubishi Jeep, a license-built version of the Willis Jeep that stayed in production until- What are you talking about, Willis? 1998. This one's going to be kind of cool, I, I think. Uh, of course, it's going to be bittersweet for uh, any Land Cruiser fan in the U.S. because, of course, it's not going to come here. Uh, but uh, the Australian arm revealed the slightly revamped 70 Series Land Cruiser for local consumption. Uh, going a step further than the Land Cruiser Heritage Edition, we have in America the Australian Anniversary Edition gets a Heritage Growth Classic Toyota badge that seems to float above the blacked-out bumper. The model includes darker headlamp bezels, dark-toned 16-inch alloy wheels, the fender extensions are also black, giving a rugged throwback look to an era when truck bumpers weren't body color or even very well integrated. You know, <laughs> the same area that birthed this exact 70 series itself, which has been on sale since 1984. That's crazy. The interior features a fancier black upholstery and some wood grain bits sprinkled throughout the cabin. So uh, you can get a trio of variants with the special add-ons, including the single and double cab pickup versions, as well as the wagon. Three colors are available, French vanilla, Merlot red, and the sandy taupe. All are powered by a 4.5 liter. How does a sandy taupe look like? That's like sand. All are powered by a 4.5 liter turbo diesel V8, backed by a five-speed manual. The cheapest wagon variant starts at 78,500 Australian. It's about 58,000 our our uh, our dough here in the states, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll go on sale in September in Australia. So mm-hmm. uh, if you live in Australia and listen to us, you're going to be happy. If you uh, live in the United States and listen to us, you will not be. Okay, not happy. <laughs> Lightning, did you hear? 
How about new? No, I did not. The chip shortage is uh, now, uh, well... Impacting Gladiator production. Apparently, oh, Stellantis no. uh, has uh, turned off the production tap as the latest victim in uh, the global chip shortage. Well, how are they allocating chips now, I wonder? Is it for special orders only? I don't know. We should uh, call Jim Morrison and ask him about that. Can you please? Uh, well, uh, not right now. I don't mean now. It's freaking midnight <laughs> on a Tuesday. Uh, it's midnight here on a Tuesday. Right. He actually may be up in a couple hours if we keep on. Uh, I, we I don't want to be up, him. please. Uh, anyway, uh, hopefully the uh, shortage will get better and you can get your gladiators. But for right now, uh, sorry, gladiator fans, if you were on the fence. And so I think it was was it Mike Rice I was speaking with down Probably. in Huntington Beach. Yep. He was saying that they have uh, like more than a hundred uh, diesels on order, diesel yep. gladiators. Yep. And then there is a uh, a dealership on the East Coast that I was talking to, yep. and they were in it for like fifty or sixty diesels. Now I I don't know. We were just talking diesel at that moment. I got to imagine the number for like three sixes, and uh, and like two liter turbo JLs and three six JLs. It's got to be deep. I mean, the number. It's oh yeah. Got to be in the in the thousands back ordered. Oh yeah. Those aren't production. Those I got are, mine. Yeah. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yours. I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pre-COVID. Oh, this one lightning. This is. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this one stings or feels good. Did I hear? No. No, I did not. I was setting you up for a good one. Oh, I'll that do was it again. lame. Try it. Hey, lightning. Did you hear? No. No, I didn't. Our former friend. Trevor Milton of Nikola fame that once used us to uh, inflate the value of his company uh, was recently indicted on securities fraud for false and misleading statements. Oh, wait. I thought that he was just going to uh, fade into obscurity with his hundreds of millions. Uh, and the uh, as the largest landowner in Utah, private yes. landowner in Utah? Yep. Uh, apparently, he's currently in custody. Uh, the according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. You mean on the one hundred million dollar bail? Is that what it ended up yes, being? Yes. Uh, a hundred million dollar bail that I think he posted. Yeah, because he has a hundred million. Ah, it's crazy. Now, did you see our friend Dave Sparks posted a video? He says I haven't been able to, uh, <laughs> to say anything about this yeah. for quite some time because of it. we wanted to let because we were tied in together. The legal course of uh, you know the, the let the legal action uh, you know run its course. And so now I can come clean and uh, watch me on YouTube uh-huh. with my pre-roll and eight mid-roll commercials. Well, what, what did he say? Anything <laughs> substantive? Um, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> You're not going to, are you? I probably will, because I am curious what he has to say, uh, but he's going to distance himself. Of course he is. The whole thing feels scummy to me. Um, yeah. According to uh, CNBC, federal officials used charges against Nikola founder Trevor Milton as a warning to Wall Street about special purpose acquisition companies. Officials allege Milton abused the SPAC process by using social media and other mediums to continually spew lies and misleading information about the company directly to retail investors. I wonder if uh, podcasting is uh, considered yeah, part of social would media. I believe that uh, is. Huh. Nikola is one of at least three electric vehicle startups being investigated by the federal agencies about potentially misleading investors. Uh, apparently, uh, some of his uh, things that uh, he said were... What, false? Like the badger would have a drinking fountain without even consulting engineers. Because it's hydrogen, it makes water, so right. apparently you would have a drinking fountain in the vehicle. Seems like you might want to prove that first. Here's the thing. I know we go back to this often. We were there. Hell of a nice guy. We were, look, we were we one of the things. very few interviews that he did. Yeah. And very, very pleasant guy. Very I mean, nice. he bought his lunch. Very forthcoming. Very friendly. Yeah. Um, 
Well, why do we? We don't feel like we. Do we still feel like we have to explain ourselves? I we did know. the right thing. Yeah, no, we did. He, dude, the dude was launching an uh, electric truck. Right. I mean, come on now. No. I, we, and and we got a scoop on it. So I think that was rad, and I'm still happy we did what we did. And we got to see the inside of the House of Cards. We, well, we didn't know it was House of Cards. I mean, it looked good while we were there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, really? look, the dude is. Uh, what's well, it's going to be interesting to follow the case. Deep doo doo is all I'm he saying. He is apparent apparently in deep doo doo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Moving right along. Hey, uh, Lightning. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we talk about a truck? That actually is from a legitimate car company. You're talking about the Nissan Frontier. Truck review. Yeah. Roll the golden dragon truck nuts. Isn't that where we, huh? No, we don't. Uh, we don't truck review. Think, really? Sure. Yeah, I'm positive. Can, can, we, can we change it? Can we do it? I like doing it. We can do it every once. Let's, our show. Let, yeah, let's do it. You ready? Here, yeah, here, sure. here we go. Truck review. I like that. Yeah, See, right. That was, yeah, that was good. Fine. I like that addition. All right. So I uh, just got back from uh, driving the uh, all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier uh, out in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah area, along with uh, thousands of, seemingly thousands of other journalists. Uh, but we're going to scoop them by sharing our experiences with you, the Truck Show podcast listener, right now, right here. So what you're saying is we're breaking the embargo. Yep. Why don't okay. you uh, play that first clip, Lightning? All right, so here we are driving uh, down the uh, the highway here. Uh, I'm in a, uh, I believe this is a Cardinal Red uh, Pro 4X, which is their top of the line. Now, who is this, Holman? Because it doesn't sound like you. Uh, I didn't have access to the recorder at that exact moment, so I just did it on my phone while I was driving. <laughs> did you take your shoe off and put your phone in the shoe? Yes. And then talk into the shoe? Yes. Okay, well, that's what it sounds like. Uh, typical Nissan, really weighty steering wheel, but also direct with good feedback the ride is uh, really comfortable this has the uh, the bill signs on it also great visibility it's like just a great size truck and i don't know if you can hear how quiet it is but i'm doing about uh, 50 miles an hour down a two-lane kind of uh coarse asphalt road here and it is uh really quiet this one has the sunroof on it um, I've got the big 9-inch screen on it, 7-inch driver information center. Uh, they're talking about 40 different parts that make the uh, the new Frontier quieter uh, than the previous model. Uh, we're heading out to uh, a place for the off-road course, so we've got about an hour or so on the, on the road. Um, I'm coming up to where we're going to turn onto the highway. It's funny, here comes a uh, Tacoma passing me. He probably just looked and went, what's that? Um, hopefully here I'll get a chance to do a little acceleration. You can hear... The uh, best-in-class 310 horsepower, 3.8-liter uh, V6, along with the um, 9-speed automatic. But overall, everything is right where you want it to be. Uh, quality materials, fit and finish on the inside looks really nice. This one has leather, and we're going to uh, try and get out here and, uh, and merge. All right, so here we go. Very lively. And it's a, it's a really good sounding engine too. Really smooth. Shifts a little gummy on that one. It wasn't as crisp as maybe it could have been, but throttle tipping feels really good. Uh, the Pro 4X model is the highest model in the range. 
Um, the Pro 4X is uh, above the uh, the SV long wheelbase, which has the six foot bed, um, the SV and the S. Uh, and then there's also a Pro X, which is basically the Pro 4X minus the skid plates and the uh, the rear locker. So of course the Pro 4X comes uh, fully skid plated, three steel skid plates, an aluminum one, Bilstein's electronic locking rear differential, um, around view monitor, or as Lightning likes to call it, the uh, the God view. Like I mentioned this one also has the the sunroof on it, leather package, uh, technology package, Nissan Safety 360, all that stuff, and uh, it's just a, a from the driver's seat, it's just a great little truck. I'm already really enjoying it and uh, hoping to get some miles on it. We'll do some more interviews with uh, some folks from Nissan today. Hopefully uh, get some stuff out on the off-road course. But uh, we've got a couple hundred miles of driving the all-new Frontier, and uh, I'm excited to bring it to you. One other thing I'll, I'll mention is it's based off the current truck's F-Alpha platform, but with a really heavily modified frame. And I know there's a lot of people who are confused by that because they think, oh, well, why doesn't it have a new frame? It's it can't be an improvement or whatever. You got to remember that the F Alpha frame was already more than competitive. It came out in 05, but when they built that frame, it already has the deep drawn rails, frame rails. It's fully boxed all the way through, unlike the Toyota, which is uh, C channel and rivets still in the rear of it. And so, and all, all the componentry for the four wheel drive transfer case, transmission, all that, are tucked up above the bottom of the frame rail. You don't have to have a skid plate like on the Toyota hanging down because your drivetrain hangs down. So those are a bunch of things that, that were wins on this. Already had a Dana 44 base for axle. There's so much to like about the F-Alpha that it was still competitive. So Nissan decided to spend their money on improving this existing chassis while also doing all the things that the truck really needed, like improving technology and uh, in, improving ride, handling, um, design, comfort. Oh, and 10-speaker uh, Fender audio system, if I didn't mention it, and zero gravity front seats are standard and I'm sitting in the uh, driver's seat right now going yeah these are definitely zero gravity uh, these front seats are awesome a uh, bunch of uh, wireless uh, charging USBs uh, all that kind of stuff uh, automatic uh, climate control power seats uh, we'll get into more of that stuff uh, as, as we go on but uh, overall first impressions uh, first time I've driven it you know I saw, saw this truck and kind of gave uh, Nissan my feedback back in Oh, uh, November of 2019, I think it was. It's been a while. This is actually the first time I've had a chance to drive it, and so I'm pretty uh, pretty excited that I'm finally behind the wheel and uh, that the uh, the truck feels great. So uh, looking forward to sharing some more with you guys. So, Holman, um, tell me about the interior, because I am an interior snob. Uh, it's definitely the nicest interior in the midsize market now. Um, I would say uh, maybe rivals the Gladiator, but I don't really put the Gladiator in the same class. I'm talking about Ranger, Tacoma, uh, Chevy Colorado, um, all those. Um, really laid out well, has a big nine-inch screen that's that's gorgeous on it. Knobs or buttons? Uh, knobs. Oh, good. No, no, there's knobs uh, and buttons, but knobs. And what I like about the Frontier is it's the right size. They only made it marginally uh, longer in the front, like it's a few millimeters or less than an inch for a crash and things like that. But overall, the dimensions are basically identical to the old truck, so it didn't grow. And so people who want uh, garageability, maneuverability, are really going to like this truck. It just feels like it fits you. Like, it's not tight, but it fits you nicely. There's enough room to be comfortable. Two dudes like us can sit in the front seat and not rub shoulders. But at the same time, it's a small truck. You look, visibility is great. Maneuverability is great on it. Um, it feels super solid, No too. blind spots? Not really. Okay. 
No, and it's got blind spot detection and all that kind of stuff that you would uh, want anyway, you know, on sa- the Nissan Safety Shield 360. Um, stereo's amazing. You would love it. I think the Fender team did an amazing job tun- and, and tuning it. The I, front you here. just said that, but I, it was how many speakers? Ten speakers. Okay. In yeah. a little tiny uh, crew cab. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I would say that it's, you know, my impressions after driving it, I didn't have a, like a lot of, you know, kind of nit- just nitpicky stuff, right? Like, I felt like the the transmission shifting was a little bit lazy, a little bit gummy, but I was told that Nissan has fixed that and it'll the fix will be uh, within the first ninety days of production. Oh, so that could be a that could just be a firmware thing. Yeah, so they're just gonna they already have it uh, a fix that's in for it. That's just an update. Needs this telescoping steering wheel. Everybody else in the class has it. Uh, they only have a tilt. Uh, I was able, still able to find a a comfortable seating position, but it would have been nice to telescope because I loved the way where my legs were. And where my seating position was, I just wanted the steering wheel to be a little bit further away from me. But, I mean, I towed a 5,800-pound boat with that little truck. No problem at all. And it's got oh. over a 6,000-pound tow rating. And I was really impressed with how solid it feels and handled that that boat. It was, it was a big, you know, uh, riverboat, and it felt great. Now, did you uh, go down the loading dock and then uh, submerge the truck? Yeah, I was trying to do TikTok videos, and the Nissan said we couldn't do that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Two in one week? This last week where uh, the guy with a brand new Duramax just sunk it. I love that guy, the, the, the news reporter that's standing there doing a piece. Yeah, and then He's they, like, oh, oh he there turns he around and he turns around and watches it get submerged. So the interesting thing, too, is the throttle is better on this 3.8.9-speed uh, versus the current truck. But that's because the current truck is on an old architecture. There's a lot more sensors and things that they can utilize on this one. So drivability is a lot better. Anyway, again, great, great seating position, great visibility. It's not like the Toyota where your legs are out in front of you. Um, brake traction control or the uh, the brake limited slip uh, worked great. I, we were doing some off-roading on some really chunky, rocky, wet uphill stuff, and I didn't even have to engage the locker. Design-wise, it looks great. It had so many compliments. People slowing down, taking pictures. It was neat to see there be a little truck like that that actually turned heads. What about uh, still staying on the interior before we go to the exterior? I'm talking about the screens. I know that you're, we always joke about the inky blacks. And yeah, it's like the that. same one as the Titan. Oh, good. Oh, it looks, looks awesome. Okay, great. You know, a couple other little niggles. Camera in low range, it turns off at six miles an hour. It really should turn off like 20 miles an hour, like the trail assist camera. It's just too low of a speed. Um, I think they're working on that. You know, it's could use a little bit more travel, which is pretty common on that platform since it didn't change. But Bill Stein did a great job of tuning the Does it feel shocks. nimble? Yeah, it's very nimble. Okay. The other thing is that the steering is super heavy. I wish it was a little bit lighter. They did that to get really good road feel, which it's very precise and like directional stability going down the road. You could road trip this thing on the interstate hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. See, I no like, problem. I like heavy. It's it's really like heavy. BMW-like steering. Yeah, you know but I mean? I, it needs a little bit more assist in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's It would be So doing a U-turn, you can't single finger it? Oh, hell no. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not unless you're going to crack your knuckle when you do it. Oh. You know? I kind of like it, that, it, though. It's a heavy wheel. Okay. But, but the wheel feels good in hand. Similar wheel to what's on, what's on the Titan. Um, there's going to be uh, 80 accessories uh, at launch, including a cool kicker uh, audio box that bolts onto the uh, the, the rail. Oh, Did and you they, say 80? 80 accessories from Nissan ready to go at launch. <laughs> Although I will say the one thing they took out that I was kind of bummed about is it doesn't have the utility track in the floor anymore. It's at the head of the bed and on the rails. Uh-huh. I liked having it on the floor, too, as an additional tie-down. So I, I'm kind of missing that. Well, that's when you call our friend at Max Tie-Downs. Yeah, and you get a set of his stuff down in, exactly. the, in the floor there. Um, and it has eight cup holders. Uh, four of them can fit a 32-ounce water bottle. So how about how about that? That's huh? cool. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's a hot yeah. ticket. Uh, but the seats were super comfortable. It was very quiet. Road great. Uh, a lot of lot of upgrades, things like uh, LED lighting, damp tailgate. Uh, there's additional fixed tie-downs, 120-volt outlet in the bed. 
factory bed liner. Uh, the bed is basically the same size as the old one, except the bed rails are one and a half inches taller, giving you seven uh, about seven percent more volume. Okay, it's just uh, it's a great little truck. Uh, very uh, very stoked on it. Uh, back seat. Uh, fold down the back seat. What kind of room do you have in it? Anything, or is it just there's the back of the you know the the cab? Meaning, yeah, is there yeah, any storage yeah. back there? No, it's pretty it's pretty upright on it. Okay. Um, there's a but there's under seat storage. You can fold the seat down, uh, the seat back down. Um, LED lighting. Yep. All okay. of them have LED lighting. They all they all look great. Overall, uh, very impressed. Uh, this next interview is uh, one of the Nissan folks that I think uh, you'll find pretty uh, pretty interesting. All right. So here I am at the uh, Nissan Frontier first drive uh, media launch. And I'm with uh, Vlad Medina. So, uh, what is your title? So, I'm marketability engineer. What does that mean for the average person that's going, what does that man do? (laughs) Right, so it's pretty much understand the competitiveness of the vehicle with the the segment and understand what the customer wants. So, So it's voice of the customer. So, do you basically interface between like product planning and engineering essentially? Pretty much. You're sort of like the guy that says, what these guys want to do and what these guys say we need and kind of put them together. Right. So it goes from non-technical terms yeah. from the customer <laughs> yeah. and the whole segment. It's and uh, It feels blobby when I drive it. Okay. <laughs> it we got to it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. steer. It <laughs> yeah, right, does right, right. this. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, well, let me put some numbers into it. Yeah, yeah. Make it sound important. Yeah. There you go. Just Talk data. Data right, and we right, have some right, technical right. term that we just birthed. Um, yep. How do you get a job like that? I mean, do you Actually, go to school and go, I want to be the guy that interfaces between engineers and product planning at a major <laughs> car company? No, not, not necessarily. That's not how it started for me. So I actually started with mechanical engineer background. Okay. Only reason I went to college is I wanted to make decent money to keep sure. on the motorsports. Okay. Uh, figured, well, if you're an engineer, you can actually do your own yes. stuff, right? Sure. So I was like, cool, right on. Eventually came across the position of uh, working for Nissan Technical Center, which is in uh, Stanfield, Arizona, yep. south of Phoenix, yep. about an hour. And got in there, started working durability. That was my uh, first position. And, and then I transferred over to Frontline, which is understanding the market sure. from the durability okay. perspective. And then when previous uh, Frontier 20 model year uh, came along, so I started working there as a lead engineer and now P been my baby for all right, over so, three years now so let's uh let's we'll, we'll level set for the audience here just so you know you mentioned your motorsports yeah you're a crazy man you've done <laughs> baja on a quad that's right why yeah what's wrong uh, with you <laughs> well i don't think your audience has enough time to listen to <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just want them to know like what a what a credible source you are you're not just uh some guy that fell into a job like you you're the real deal you like to you love motorsports and racing and obviously if you're racing you're competitive so being the guy that's judging competitiveness and trying to make a product better sort of probably uh, flows in your blood a little bit yeah i think it adds a little source of credibility and not just the normal usage of the vehicle where it's just pavement usage driving down which by the way is the great truck yeah (laughs) there's some of that as well but also the actual like the off-road enthusiast, yeah. right? Like it's the rugged design and not it doesn't only look rugged, it actually performs really well as you were able to yeah, so experience. We, we drove for a few hours this morning. Um, I got to see it back in 2019. So I've had a good idea of what truck was coming for a long time, but I, this is actually the first time I've driven it. I think people are surprised. Yeah. Like, what, you haven't driven it yet? I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> this is the first time. So all the things that we've talked about in theory in the past, things I talked about with the team, the engineers, product planners, to see some of that stuff get put into practice in the new truck is, is pretty cool. Um, 
I guess there's a couple things to kind of position the truck in people's minds. Um, I, probably talk specifically about Pro 4X since that's the, the top of the line. Mm-hmm. That really is not a Raptor TRX truck. It's not a nope. TRD Pro truck. It is a TRD off-road competitor. It's a Chevy Z71 more than a right. ZR2, exactly. right? Exactly. It's FX4. Exactly. Yep. It's, it's the everyday off-road package of the average consumer. That leaves you guys room in the future if you want to do some other stuff. Obviously, this is just the launch, so we'll, we'll, we'll start out easy, but just so people have an idea of what it is, but that package comes with full skid plating. It comes with Bilstein shocks. It comes with the rear locker. It comes with tow hooks, all the things that you want in an off-road package. Um, but I wanted to also address it's based on the, you know, quote unquote older F alpha architecture, but heavily modified. And the reason I think that's important for our listeners is F alpha, when it came out in 05 was so ahead of its time because it was a fully boxed frame. It had deep drawn frame rails. It was already really incredibly stiff from a chassis perspective. Exactly. And all of the uh, components, like the transfer case, were tucked up above the bottom of the frame rails. Right. You guys carried all that over because you realized you still had a competitive chassis today. Right. For the most part, it's understand a proven product, right? We had it out there. It's been proven. It's many years of usage. Understand what the customer is using it for, what they're doing with it, and the people that don't do much, they just want the appearance. It's all those years of data and information yeah. that we process through. It's like, it's a proven design, right? It went a million miles, right? Exactly. You, you exactly, obviously right. have it's use a, it's cases a proven in the wild. Yeah. Design. Well, let's just, this is our baseline. We're going to make it better. Yeah. We start from here. This is proven. This is good. It has the reputation. Great start. Yeah. Then from there on, we completely modified the whole frame sure. with the architecture picked up pretty much. So the hard was. points are the same, and there's going to be some components that look familiar, right. but things are redesigned okay. so that it's for the new truck. Right. So it is considered a new generation. But you guys didn't, you know, you, you have things like hydraulic cab mounts. Yes. So NVH, you've got on the steering system an additional steering damper in order to keep uh, vibrations from reaching the driver and the steering wheel, like things like that. And you have 40 new um, part numbers, essentially, that help with NVH and quieting exactly. everything down. I was really impressed. On road, how quiet was zero gravity seats, almost no wind noise, no, uh, you know, almost no road noise. This is a truck you could literally road trip, you could drive eight, nine hours, it would be totally fine. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly right. Like you hit it on the nail. I'm glad you recognized the hard work. It's, <laughs> yeah. That's what we're trying to do, right? It's, it's a package. It's a balanced truck. It, it doesn't take a day off. Your day-to-day, Monday to Friday, going to work, going from job side, doing this, doing that, whatever your daily life is during the week. Weekend comes around, hey, we're going camping, we're yep. going fishing, kayaking, whatever it is, it'll take you there. It'll take you there. It has all the potential. Not only that, is a package, like I mentioned, it's you, it's a quieter vehicle. You're yeah. driving down the highway, it's nice and quiet. The comfort you get from the seat is pretty good as you were able to experience yep. it. The uh, cab mount, it's 80% improvement from the previous that's model. Crazy. So that, I'm glad you noticed it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it, <laughs> and, it was instant. And, and that's the thing, right? Like you, you control that vibration coming through the cab, which you feel yep. it on the floorboard and you're in the seat. And you can't just go with the steering wheel doing its own thing, right? right? Like you tune absolutely every component to be within the same frequency to have that pleasant And that feel, shows right? through. I mean, also directional stability. Like you're not tired driving. It's not all over the road. It's, it's a dead nut, straight, stable vehicle. It doesn't require a lot of steering inputs. It's very comfortable. Yes, it has leaf springs, but they're tuned very well. I mean, it still has a little bit of a trucky ride, but it's a truck. Like, right. th- that's, that's okay. You guys have up to 1,650 pounds of payload, which is really good for a midsize truck. That's, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, again, 
it's that balance, right? You still want to have it a vehicle that is extremely capable off-road, but you still want it to perform yeah. on-road. And then the, the precision on the steering, it's... Yeah, the steering feels on. great. The brakes aren't, you know, some other products that you compete with. The brakes are very grabby, but then you don't have a lot of brake effort. You have to get really deep in the pedal travel. Right. This is really nice and linear, really good initial bite. Like, I really enjoyed the brakes on it. Um, on the current truck that has the 3.89 speed, you know, to me, the throttle tip in was too mushy. It wasn't, it wasn't crisp enough. It wasn't aggressive enough. But now that you have that drivetrain in the new truck, which has completely different electrical architecture, you were able to tune those things back in. And this truck, even though we had a taste of the 389 speed combo right. in yep. the current Frontier, the new truck takes that to the next level. And it's, if you've driven the 38 and maybe thought it could be better in the Frontier, don't let that dissuade you from trying out the new right. truck because yep. it is a different feel. Absolutely. So that vehicle, I think what you experience is, so we could say it's the same hardware, yeah. but the tuning is absolutely different than yeah. what you would experience with the current Frontier. The, the new Frontier was tuned specifically for the aerodynamics, the vehicle position, the dimensions of the vehicle to perform to not just it looks good it yeah. performs well and as you mentioned it's something where i think uh, we're gonna be above uh, the rest of the competitive segment well you definitely have the the best in class out of uh you know the traditional mid-sized trucks in terms of interior uh, you got that big nine inch screen that's available um it's the layout's awesome uh, obviously, if you're familiar with Nissan interiors, you'll, you'll recognize the bits in there, but everything's laid out. You'll be very familiar hopping from one Nissan vehicle into this. Everything's very intuitive. The, uh, the, the center stack screen and display is very easy to use. You've now got uh, CarPlay and Android Auto on a big 9-inch screen. You've got the 10-speaker Fender audio system. You've got wireless charging. So there's a lot of amenities that people want. But there's also a lot of stuff from Titan. Like the Fender Audio System's almost the same system that's in the Titan in a smaller box. So it rocks. Yep. yep. It, it you sounds fill good. In, you fill yeah. in that uh, space. It, it sound, They did an amazing job. And uh, I can't remember exact hours, but they, they, they were thousands of yeah. hours in the, in the tuning process of uh, it, that it system. Sounds it's, it's actually really amazing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right. The other thing I'll say is, speaking of Titan, because obviously Titan's a much heavier-duty truck, much bigger truck, but when you take the same chassis architecture that you share with the full size, and now you get it into smaller dimensions, you have a lot more torsional stiffness, and you have, you know, like the Dana 44 rear axle, the nine-speed automatic. Those are all bits from the Titan that are in this truck. So you're basically getting a lot of this heavy-duty componentry in a mid-sized truck, which helps with that toughness and that ruggedness and, and, and dependability. Yeah, exactly. You got it right. It's it's again, we fall back to understanding what the demand is, understanding what we've done really well, what's been proven in the market. We borrow it, do refine it to this application. Sure. Everything, it's not just put into place. It yeah. was thoroughly th thought out from engineering to testing to actually execution and overall quality of the vehicle. Well, and then there's a lot of other little features on there. You've got a ton of, um, storage on the crew cab you have eight cup holders four of which can do a 32 ounce bottle right. or, or yep. cup you've got led bed lights now you've got the utilitrack on the bed rails and on the head you've got a moonroof or sunroof that you've got in uh, that's available factory bed liner which i believe nissan was the first one to do a factory spray on bed liner in a mid-sized truck back in 05 so there's a lot of you know just everyday features and usability that people will enjoy driving this truck day in and day out it's the functionality of it, right? Like it's components 
that again, we heard the customer, we understood what the market was in demand, and, and that's what we focused on is just get the components that are functional for the day-to-day -day yeah. and, of course, the fun. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, it's fun. I, I, it's a tough-looking little truck. It's brawny. It's got a great stance, and watching other ones driving by on this, on this press uh, drive, it's just, it has good road presence. And I just, it's, I always say the design is successful when you want to pick it up like a Hot Wheel, right? And, right, and drive right, it over right, it right, with right, your right. hand, right? And that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. And great design. I'm, I'm really excited for it. I'm, I'm sure Nissan's very excited for it to finally get a new truck at the dealers. So I just want to uh, bring up a couple points. Uh, so the, basically the options and pricing. There's uh, on the S, SVM Pro, you can get the technology package, which is blind spot, rear cross traffic, rear automatic emergency braking, intelligent cruise control for under a thousand bucks, 990 bucks. The convenience, which is available on the SV and the Pro, is a spray and bed liner, under the rail bed lighting, heated mirrors, seats and steering, trailer hitch, 120 uh, volt outlets, two of them. That's 1990. And then the premium package, which is available on the SV and the Pro. Premium leather, Fender uh, premium audio with 10 speakers, the moonroof, $2,790. Uh, other than that, the, the S base model, um, which they all come with the 3.8 and the uh, 9 speed, so there's no, no choice there. The 4x2 starts at a 27.840 for a king cab, so there'll be two, uh, two cab styles. And then uh, you can get a long bed on the SV long wheelbase model, which is a uh, 34.040 on the 4x2, 37040 on the 4x4. A crew cab Pro 4X tops out at 37240 and of course you guys offer the Pro 4X, or excuse me, the Pro X, which is the two-wheel drive version of the Pro 4X, loses the skid plates and the locker, but otherwise is the Pro 4X yep. in every Got other way. Same style, yep. Yeah, 34240 So when you look at the pricing, you know, you have stuff that a lot of other competitors don't. For example, on a Tacoma doesn't have automatic emergency braking, LED bed lighting, Rear disc brakes, even uh, heated steering wheel, a garage door opener, uh, nine-inch touchscreen, moving object detection, easy fill tire. Those are all the things that you offer. And what's nice is if you look at the price walk for push button start in a Tacoma, it starts at thirty-three three ten. You can get that at the twenty-seven eight ninety level in a Frontier automatic headlights. You have to spend thirty-six thousand five forty to get them on that trim on the Tacoma. It's twenty-seven eight ninety on the Frontier. Heated front seats, 36,540 on the Tacoma, 33,520 on the Frontier, and 8-inch touchscreen, 28,190 on the Toyota, 27,890 on the Frontier. So you guys are adding a lot of value where if you wanted to have those options in, in the competition, you have to step up quite a bit in price. And so I think people are going to be surprised just how much value is available at each price point compared to what's out there right now. Exactly. And then that, that was a really a good job from uh, the whole engineering uh, team and the product planning and all the marketing. It's just coming together as a whole company and providing the best product we can to the customer at the right price. Well, it's awesome. Uh, congratulations on the new truck. I know uh, Nissan, obviously good friends of the show. You guys have been supporting us for many years since the beginning, pretty much. Um, we've been excited to talk about more than just the Titan. We've been excited for the Frontier to come out. So uh, we've got a lot more content coming. And uh, guys, we'll follow up with Dan Pass because uh, he may have found that V6 4x4 King Cab manual for the Heritage Collection. So I'm going to go find him right now. <laughs> Vlad, thank you so much for oh, spending time you. with us, man. It, the, the truck's great. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of it, and I, I'm hoping that when it hits uh, the showroom here in about four weeks, um, first week of September, second week of September, right in there, that our listeners will go out and check it out in person because yes. I think they'll be pretty impressed. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the product, and um, can't wait to get the feedback. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so then uh, we've got uh, one last one here from our uh, good friend Dan Paffs, who has been a uh, huge proponent of the uh, Truck Show podcast. And in fact, he was one of the original people back when we first started that said that, hey, uh, Nissan, we need to back these guys. And so Dan's, uh, we, we love Dan. You'll remember Dan was the one who said, uh, find me a 4x4 for the Heritage Collection. So I've got good news. Go ahead and press play. All right, so I'm out here uh, with friend of the show and uh, Nissan guru. I don't know. What are you in charge of PR or something now? I don't, I don't even know what I your title know. is. I, don't, I just I work here. All right, Dan Pass. <laughs> uh, Dan Pass was uh, one of our uh, original supporters, and uh, he did a stint in Japan, and now he's back in the states, and he's doing I don't know. He has like eight jobs at Nissan, but he is the guy that told our listeners, that told me to ask our listeners, find him a V6 four-wheel drive manual hard body. And I'm out here, and I'm happy to tell you, mission accomplished. Yes, we got one. We're very proud of it. Uh, it's been a little modified for some commercial work, sure. but then we're going to bring it back to stock. And then we look forward to a full truck show podcast road test. Uh, I think we have to do that. So you said that you're going to have it delivered to my house that we can do with it as we please. I don't know if that was exactly what I said, okay, but okay. I think it was uh, an interpretation of that. Okay, yes, okay. thank you for that. Uh-huh. But yes, we will uh, we will make sure that you spend some quality wheel time. And you sat in the vehicle today, I did. and it what, it smelled like you know. You know how old boats have a yeah. certain smell. Yeah. Old Nissans also have a they certain do. smell. They do. It, a lot of memories come back. Yeah, when you, you sit sat in that there. Thing. I remembered uh, my friends' uh, hard body in high school. I remembered. Um, you know, beer runs, yes. uh, sitting in the back yes. of the bed when that was legal, uh, where we come from. Well, we hope that in your road test you don't recreate too many of those no. uh, experiences, but we definitely look forward to you taking it for a, a very, very healthy spin. We're too old and bougie for that now. We'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll drive it somewhere and then drink their beer rather than driving to get beer Smart in it. Smart man. Uh, so I'll just real quick, some of the things that are awesome about this truck. I looked at it, it had about 85,000 miles or so on it. You like drivers for the uh, Heritage Collection. Yeah, we prefer them because uh, if it's just too nice, you don't want to take it out. So sure. just about all that. We have about 70 vehicles in the collection. Okay. And of the ones that run, there are, <laughs> there are probably about 55 of them that are running, but uh, we do drive them uh, just to make sure that they're that they're doing all right. And uh, we like to freak people out of cars and coffee occasionally. You just bring something just weird. Just bring something real oh, weird. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, we, we've had executives drive them and just we try to enjoy it. And it's sort of an active, uh, an active museum rather than anything uh, truly passive. Well, you know, it's where you uh, just sit and watch, yeah, sit and watch m- them rot. Movies and sitting it, yeah. you know, rot away yeah, in the corner. Really, not really interested in that. Eight layers of wax on it. This it certainly isn't that. The uh, in fact, the gear shift knob is completely worn away and is shiny, which means that it has been well loved. Yep, uh, we were very fortunate to find this vehicle, and uh, we will do some minor mechanical restoration on it, or maybe yeah. you will <laughs> uh, when you have it. Yeah. Um, we can't make any guarantees of how it runs at this point, but uh, we definitely look forward to finding out, and uh, we look forward to you uh, you doing your thing. So what was the story? How did you find it? It's, a, what, an 88 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it is. Um, it was bought for a, uh, a tel- an ad campaign. You'll actually see it uh, in a vintage okay. Baja livery okay. in the television campaign. Uh, we then fa- asked who owned it, and it turns out it was a guy that I knew uh, in the company 
and uh, he will he will donate it to the uh, museum or not to the museum to the collection sure. when it's done. So we should awesome. have it back in uh, early October. Perfect. All right. Well. Yeah. Uh, I will start making plans of what we're going to do with it. Uh, it deserves a road trip. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, all I have to do is send you a license plate. Basically, perfect. at that point, though, I have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> next. So, should we tell you ahead of time, or should you? Is it better for you to plead ignorance? I would probably go with the ignorance portion. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Uh, I will look forward to tuning into the show. Uh, general rule is don't hit anything. Yep, got it. And uh, other than that. I look forward to, to hearing all about it. I appreciate over the years all of your uh, plausible deniability for yes. our antics. So, I have no uh, recollection of this conversation either. <laughs> it hasn't been recorded either. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Thank Dan. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll report back when the time is right. I look forward to it. <laughs> that is freaking awesome. I feel like that was like a get smart from the when we were kids. Yes. TV show was like, this message will self-destruct. Yes, exactly. 60 seconds. Hopefully the, uh, the old hard body does it. So uh, Dan has promised that this vehicle has to go back to California. Before it goes back to the Heritage Collection, he's going to provide me with a plate. They're going to drop it off in my house, and you and I are going to go take it somewhere. How far can we go? Whatever we want to do. We can take it to the desert. We can go off-roading. We can drive it around town. Uh, It's a uh, 3-liter V6 manual king cab 4x4 uh, hard body. Wow. Yeah. I'm stoked. So Stoked! So once they kind of do the make sure the brakes work, make sure it's not going to overheat, all that kind of good stuff. Just bring it by AutoZone and buy all the parts so from they, our uh, friends. Listen, Drew they've been very good to us. <laughs> we can figure out whatever we need. And okay. uh, Nissan will probably provide me with uh, a, a card that we can swipe if we need card. to put uh, starters or alternators on it or anything like that. But um, Could we drive it up to see our, like our friend uh, Ben at like 402 Garage? And, or is that too far? I mean, that's Oregon. Yeah. That's pretty far. Okay. I was thinking maybe the desert or something. Okay. I've been Ransburg in a while. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Can we do Death Valley? Mm, was that too far? Do you want to die? Why would we die? I mean, well, I'd, I'd have to put some miles on it to trust it. That's okay. a that's a pretty deep trip to... I don't know if the AC works. Yeah. I don't know anything. So I what? saw it. I looked at it and went, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. And then what are we going to do with it? I, I don't know. I just know that I'm going to have it for a small amount of time. Or a longer amount of time, <laughs> and uh, we'll be able to put let's, some miles oh, on Oh, let's take it out uh, d- d- west of Glamis, or east of Glamis, where they have that old wooden road. Oh, just shake it apart on the <laughs> old wooden road? <laughs> Actually, I, mean, I don't think, I think it's too deteriorate, and they have a fence around it. You can't yeah, I don't think you do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would go to Randsburg. I feel like we've done been there, done that. It is go- great. Yeah. I'd really rather go out to Death Valley if we could. Mm, that's more of a new 4x4 trip. Okay. I'll defer to you on that. Yeah. Okay, so. We go to Vegas. Oh, can we can we, we do, do the, like the Barstow to Vegas off-road, that type of thing? Mm, that's still, is that, that's too, too new vehicle? No, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I need to see what comes back. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Like hard bodies can beat the crap out of them. They, they take it. Right. Well, this is also a 1988 truck with questionable, uh, you know, uh, history. Yeah, we don't want the clutch going out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm just saying. All right, well, pick somewhere reasonable that they there's pavement nearby. Okay. I think that's what you're saying, right? I'm just, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just okay. saying that I'm going to have a hard body, and we're going to do a truck show around us going somewhere in the hard body. You know so what, listeners, you know what's weird? Well, no, hold on. Let's okay. ask the listeners. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Where should we go? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Where should two soft bodies go in a hard body? 
That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like a like a hot M M&M. and M. It's got a hard candy coating, and it's all gooey inside. <laughs> That's definitely us. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Nissan, for uh, for letting us uh, crank out some of that information a little bit early. If you guys head over to uh, fourwheeler dot com, you can uh, read my story on the uh, Pro Four X. What I thought about it, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot more information out uh, as you are listening to this. So, um, I guess that's a good spot to end the show. All right, well, we did not get a chance to answer your email, which we will be doing on the next episode. Send us your email, and we will read it on the next show. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. The Truck Show, The Truck Show, The Truck Show, oh, oh. He's LBC Lightning. I'm at Sean P. Holman. We are at Truck Show Podcast. So uh, hit us up on our socials, see what we're up to. And uh, don't forget to... Uh, Give us a call, 657-205-6105, or you can leave a message, tell us what's on your mind, and uh, be a part of the truck show. You know what we haven't said lately, Holman, is we haven't asked anyone for a five-star review. Well, then we need to do that right we, now. Yeah, right now. So go to your the uh, the Apple Podcast app and scroll down and leave us a five-star review, because we would really, really appreciate it. It helps us get heard, um, get to new listeners, and it's just uh, it's good for our, our ego. Should is, I, it, is it good for you? Should I, should I not have said that out loud? No, yeah, I think uh, yeah, people know you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listen, thank you guys very much for listening. Episode 186 is about to close. And uh, we want to thank Nissan uh, because not only do they get these exclusives, these interviews, and uh, they, they've given Holman, like, man, how many, like, test drives have they given you in vehicles before anybody else? So thank you for the exclusivity. That's That's amazing. And of course, supporting our show and helping us get to uh, you know our our meetup that we did last weekend and just just everything that Nissan has done. So if you're looking for a midsize truck, check out the Frontier. Or uh, if you could hold out to the 2022, it's going to be out in September. Or if you're looking for a full size truck, check out the Titan uh, or the Titan XD, five year, 100,000 mile warranty, the best in the business. You got the Fender Audio system. You've got the zero gravity seats and that endurance V8 that sounds oh so smooth when you're getting on the highway. Of course, you can build and price that Nissan truck over at NissanUSA.com or check them out in person down at your local dealer. And uh, if you are like us, where you burn through starters and alternators, or is that just me? <laughs> That's you. Okay. That's you. Then you'll want to uh, go to DuraLastParts.com, where you find some of the best starters and alternators around. These remanufactured units are triple tested at the component, subassembly, and finished unit level to ensure OE or better amperage and torque output. Remanufactured by Tier 1 or OE manufacturers for OE or better performance levels versus rebuilt, which is just torn down, inspected, and clean. All wear components and sub-assemblies are uh, replaced with new, where the originals no longer meet the OE performance levels. And, of course, if you're looking for brand new and not remanufactured, Duralast Gold, 100% new unit line also available. That's uh, available at your local AutoZone or DuralastParts.com. I was going to say that part. You stole that line from me. Okay, you can do uh, Onyx for us. Okay? Uh, Onyx is the map system that Holman uses and loves so much. It prevents him from being lost. It, uh, it helps him find his buddies who are dropping waypoints. It, uh, it is cross-platform, so he can share it with his... You have uh, been listening. I have been listening. So he, well he's got it on his iPad mini. He's got it on his regular iPad. He's got it on his iPhone. And then I think his daughter has it on her Android. So you got it pretty much everywhere. We don't have any Androids at our house. But I was I, making I, that a good point up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't want, to, I don't want anybody to think I'm an Android guy. That's <laughs> all. Really? You're not an Android guy? <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, on X Off-Road, it's the GPS tool that allows users to adventure to new places 
with over 550,000 miles of roads and trails, including trails that are open and closed and the dates, vehicle restrictions. And you have 985 million acres of public land across the U.S. You can see your current locations on the map, even without service. And premium membership is only $29.99 a year for the entire country. Come on, guys. That's less than a tank of gas. And now, of course- wait a minute, Holman. What if I don't want to drive over someone's land? Like someone owns that land. How do I see that? Well, then you need to uh, step up to the elite level for $99.99 a year for all 50 states. And if you want to try it out for free, seven-day free trial, onxmaps.com. They won't even ask you for your credit card. And if you find yourself on a trail that just is like way too rocky and bouncy and you're blowing out your shocks and you need replacements, you reach out to our friends at Bill Stein. That's right. Bill Stein, the uh, company that developed monotube dampers all the way back in 1955. Bill Stein has full coverage today for all popular vehicles, including direct replacement, performance, leveling kits, and all the way up to race shocks. In fact, uh, you can find Bill Stein's from the factory on Nissan Titans, Frontiers, Rams TRX, and the new Ford Bronco. When manufacturers want the best, they choose Bill Stein. Check out all of their uh, amazing and massive catalog of applications. Including A-arms, dude. That's right. You can find all that out at BillStein.com. Guys, gals, thank you for listening. Uh, If it weren't for you, uh, I guess nobody would be listening. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I guess there's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's that. The Truck Show Podcast is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of the Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors. Good morning. Good morning. Fabulous. Outstanding, wonderful, terrific. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning.